May I have your attention, please? The following program may contain material some listeners might find offensive. In fact, in this current age of political correctness and hypersensitivity, we can pretty much guarantee it. So, if there is even the slightest chance you think you might be offended, please do us all a favor and switch to the elevator music station and leave us the hell alone so we can get back to having some real fun. Thank you. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam, the UK's number one pro wrestling talk show. Voodoo Vegas, so unkind in the background. Uh, if you want a copy of uh, So Unkind, uh, you can head on over to voodoovegas.com, join their message board and uh, post a message. They'll send you out a copy of the track and uh, absolutely awesome. We're going to see them in a couple of weeks uh, live. I'm going to take uh, camera and stuff like that. There's a couple of shows they're doing that week near us. So Yeah, definitely. They, they, it's great. I can't wait to see them live. Exactly. It's, it's going to be good. It's really going to be good. If uh, you want to hear a live version of this, there's also that on their uh, on their website, voodoovegas.com. Definitely. And i tell you what the best thing about going to Voodoo Vegas is. Go on. Seeing all of the MOS listeners that have requested the song, because they put a link up to the last few messages that are on the website, yeah, on the message yeah. board. And it's great. And i tell you what, I know from uh, Voodoo Vegas they would like to pass this on. And thank you to all the MOS listeners for requesting the track and supporting the band. They really appreciate it. Absolutely. And we do as well. So... I mean, Voodoo Vegas, international concern now. They're uh, over in Italy this past weekend. They're heading out to France, uh, I believe, next weekend. Yeah, they've been uh, on BBC Radio 5 as well. They have, Yeah, all sorts of stuff is, has been going on with Voodoo Vegas. So, uh, yeah, we jumped on the bandwagon at the right time. Shows our, our theme tune uh, very well. The and, next uh, big thing in British rock music. Exactly. exactly. It's going to be good. Awesome. Right. Com. Uh Ministry of Slam this week, we've got lots of stuff coming up. Of course, uh, Survivor Series uh, went down uh, last week, the Thanksgiving night tradition. Now, I've, I've got to say, I am feeling a bit bloated at the moment because I decided I was going to have a Thanksgiving, uh, a Thanksgiving Day feast. Did you, you have your yams? No, I didn't have yams. No. What are yams? I don't know. I know there's something different in England. I can't remember. That's I a charming question, I think. It is. Any any of the Americas in there who can tell us what yams are? Is it sweet potatoes? Could be. I think it's sweet potatoes. I, I can't remember. Anyway. Um, Did you have cranberry sauce, though? No, I didn't. What? Well, the thing is that the, the fucking turkey took so long to defrost. I finished eating, like, about five minutes before you walked through the door. I'm like a bowling ball at the moment. But, yeah, but um, there's uh, no excuse not to have gone out and bought cranberry sauce. You're having turkey, for fuck's sake. I do apologise. So you should. But I'm extremely full at the moment, and uh, just want to say to all our US listeners out there, whether it be live or podcast, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great day. And uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have it in the UK, but then I thought, bollocks, why should we not have it in the UK? So this weekend I had a Thanksgiving dinner. Excellent. So, Andy, what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> not be anywhere near you doing that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just thankful for being here. Awesome. Do you know what I'm thankful for? What's that? Terry Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> you bastard you said to me you didn't have a sound effect of that <laughs> so I lied <laughs> you bastard 
bastard. <laughs> Terry Funk being spit roasted. Great, that is going to live on. <laughs> Get. Uh, okay, well, what we're going to do is um, we're going to keep all the keep, chocolate back now. <laughs> we're going to keep the channel totally clear now and play this. Uh, what I think we should do is try and get someone to uh, mix it into a dance, like kind of uh, you know remix sort of thing. Here you go. Terry Funk being spit roasted. There you go. Uh, you can chop that with your favourite audio editing software and uh, you know make a, a great little uh, dance <laughs> remix version. Slum's put in the chat room. Lucky bastard it is, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, the Iron Sheik. <sighs> you're dead. Sorry. Think you're not. No, I'm not. Think you're not. No, I'm not. Get. Uh, right. Oh, I forgot coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Survivor Series. DX still haven't split up. No, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's not good. <sighs> I mean, uh, the way it's going now, they're going to split up a week before WrestleMania and have the match at WrestleMania. Yeah, they'll they'll split up on the Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown. They'll appear in the recap show, and then they'll do the match on Sunday. Although, from what I've heard, they're um, they're filming a skit for uh, Monday Night Raw tomorrow night with DX in court they, they were taken to court by Hornswoggle and the, everyone else in the courtroom is midgets yeah because it's going to be Troy Werner hosting Monday Night oh, Raw oh Van, Van Troyer even Van Troy <laughs> Troy Werner him <coughs> oh, Terry Funk being spit roasted sorry fuck you <laughs> Uh, that's you know, it drop it now no it's funny okay anyway um, so we, never get, we are never getting uh, Terry, Terry Funk, Funk on this show <laughs> yeah oh, that'd be great that'd be great I'd have to play that to him um, do you know I was in uh, as some of you guys know I was in I work in a bookshop and uh, yesterday it was before you popped in to see me yesterday and um, this this like mother comes in with these these two kids they must must have been sort of about a year or so apart or a year or two apart uh one of them's got this big wwe like jacket on big wwe logo pictures of Rey mysterio and batista and john Cena, and jeff hardy on it and he walks up to me and goes have you got any wrestling books <laughs> and i said uh no no sorry we haven't we haven't because we're a discount shop we you know we don't do a lot of the you know the mainstream stuff and he says and it, you, you know WWE I know I know what wrestling is we just don't have any books little shit I was really going to be patronising to him and then I thought no he's about five six I can't really get too arsy with him but have you got any wrestling books so he had the intelligence of a six year old then he had the intelligence of Rey Mysterio so and none about, about the same height as well really and yeah. he's only five yeah yeah. yeah. says a lot about Rey Mysterio yeah who is out for a while yes knee surgery and what an awesome match I think we should get on to you at Survivor Series while we're in the mood should we do that all that first mm. we'll do some Survivor Series news so um, I was having a drink yeah, yeah. no that's okay you, you're quite welcome to as long as you don't talk about Terry Funk being spit roasted that's alright <laughs> how many times in the first ten minutes are you going to play that you get zero point zero <laughs> Uh, right, Survivor Series. Right, first match we had on the uh, Survivor Series card. Uh, we had uh, it was a traditional Survivor Series elimination match. Now this one was awesome. I thought. I tell you what, I've got to admit, before we fin- we start doing this, yeah. As much as we took the piss out of Survivor Series mm-hmm. last week, yeah, it was actually a fairly good pay per view. A couple of bad spots in it, like the Divas match, but. <laughs> Yeah, apart that, from that that whole match was a blown spot oh it was terrible <laughs> wasn't it but apart from that who is Eve Torres good. she's a diva search winner apparently is she okay yeah oh. um, 
If you're listening to the show Cuddle Goo and you're in the chat room, click on your name and you can change it. There you go. Ooh. Cuddle Goo. That's cool. I love deep. our chat room. I know, it comes up with some of those <laughs> random names, doesn't it? Uh, we've uh, <laughs> oh, big shout out to the chat room. We haven't actually mentioned Okay, yeah, yeah. For, uh, shout out to some of the people in there. Okay, who have we got? We've got uh, WCW Forever, Price, Vinto, Azzy, Easy, Slom, Scottish Heat, J Funder, Ron Stryker, Spanner, <gasps> MOS Legacy Prices, Dan from Chicago, MWO and Cuddle Goo. Terry Funk being spit roasted is not in the chat room. Uh, but right. we do have many more people <laughs> listening who are not in the chat room Obama! All getting... <laughs> Obama might be listening <laughs> yeah right okay Obama pimps white women and black women <laughs> it's going to be one of those tonight isn't it it is um, right, right. Survivor, Survivor Series <laughs> now move of the night I will I will award this right at the beginning of the show has got to be Seamus kneeing the ref in the back of the head oh, uh, during the opening match <laughs> yeah that was a... brilliant yeah it was good. Uh, Team Miz, uh, The Miz, Sheamus, uh, Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, and uh, the Monkey Man Jack Swagger versus Team Morrison, John Morrison, Matt Hardy, Finley, Evan Bourne, and uh, Shelton Benjamin. Team Midcard up against Team Up and Comer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, I thought it was quite funny. Apart from like Evan Bourne, you're looking at you know guys that have been around for for a while. John Morrison, obviously Matt Hardy, and uh, Finley. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was weird when they called Matt Hardy a veteran. But like, he is though, isn't he? Well, yeah. You think about it. For so long, he's been pushed as like a young up and comer. You know, the the younger generation. Now he's like a veteran. Thing is though, when he's in the same team and in the same match as Morrison and Evan Board, he looks old. He does, and I think he's he's definitely got some uh, knee problems or leg problems or something. He was he couldn't run. He was limping. He was really favouring that right knee. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't good. But on the opposite side, Team Miz. Yes. My God, they were impressive. Yeah. Apart from Jack Swagger. And the Miz, uh, sorry, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler, not so much. He was good a couple of months ago. I think they're, they're I mean, the stuff he does is good, but they seem to be limited, limiting his involvement a bit now, um, in favour of people like Seamus, Drew McIntyre, the Miz. They're obviously high on, and they're keeping him really strong. Well, Seamus and Drew McIntyre are personal favourites of Triple H and um, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, Seamus apparently workout buddy of, of Shawn Michaels. Triple H. Oh, Triple H was it? Okay. But McIntyre has been recommended by Shawn Michaels so if you get a stamp of approval from either of those two you're pretty much guaranteed superstardom and that's proved because Sheamus is going to be headlining TLC in a couple of weeks can you imagine new WWE champion Sheamus the pale man yeah yeah (laughs) if they brought him out to pale rider it would make sense (laughs) wouldn't it the problem is they they shine spotlights on him and like the audience is just going to be blinded the reflection of the pale skin anyway Go on. This was awesome. It was a really good match. A really everything good in match. it, wasn't it? I mean, the the first elimination didn't come straight out the bat. It did actually last quite a while. Yeah. Um. And I love the t- the heel team. Yeah, it was it was good. As I say, apart from Swagger, um. But you, you know, you had Dolph Ziggler. Ma- I mean, the people who saw it, the three survivors, the Miz, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, when they were stood in the ring at the end, everyone. I mean, the the commentators were saying, you know look at the three of them the talent in the ring mm. is absolutely unbelievable and that was true yeah um, definitely. they are definitely three i mean give it a year a year's time i think we'll have seen big things from all three of those obviously subject to uh, them staying in good health i would love to see them team up though the yeah. three of them team up like the miz is kind of like the the spokesman for the group speaking about teaming up did you notice that the miz had almost uh, had on the same exact color tights to matt hardy did he he had the purple on 
and then uh, with black symbols on that had a white outline. Miz had on like the trunks, the short trunks, and Matt Hardy had the long tights on. But when they were against each other in the ring and they were like next to each other, exactly the same colours, everything, and it looked as though they were, you know, they, they could easily be a tag team. Weird. Uh, I wonder if that's going to happen in the in the future, Ooh. considering both of their tag team partners are now like. Well, obviously, John Morrison is uh, is uh, you know a single star now, but. Uh, obviously Ooh, Jeff Sp- Hardy's gone Span has issued a challenge he wants to call in and give his views on Survivor Series you're more than welcome we're open the phone lines about half eight tonight exactly call in at that point I look forward to that yeah. Span are always controversial with his comments exactly um, what do you think about Seamus I mean we've seen this guy um, live quite a few times we've spoke to him Andrew yeah. but he seems to have really come into his own the last couple of weeks since they've given him the push they, they've <laughs> Uh, I'm kind of torn with this one because I mean I like both of the guys obviously Seamus and Drew um, they're not the only two young guys that are being like heavily pushed at the moment and we've been calling out for the last year WWE for Christ's sake stop pushing The Undertaker stop pushing Sh- uh, Shawn Michaels stop pushing Triple H you know bring up some of these new guys and now they're finally taking notice but I'm worried that they're going too far in the wrong direction we need a happy medium and they're they're thrusting these guys right up I mean it was something that I noticed during the and we'll get onto it later the Kofi Kingston uh, or Team Kofi versus Team Orton match and you've got Kofi Kingston you know stepping up to the plate and like beating the shit out of Randy Orton which it's a good thing for Kofi It's, it's putting him up into the main event calibre but you, you're still not totally buying Kofi as a main event player so it just makes look Orton look weak you know this is this jobber Jamaican guy who's the only thing he does is bounce around and does high flying moves yeah. and he's beating the shit out of the guy who used to be the world champion it just it drags everyone else down if you do it too quick especially when they made such a big point in that match about saying how Randy Orton was the sole survivor every year he's been an elimination match exactly and then he's the one who's beat with just within six seconds of them beating CM Punk mm. they beat Randy Orton yeah. and the problem also with that is the fact that they had Kofi Kingston beat the former world heavyweight champion multi-time world heavyweight champion WWE champion and then he doesn't become the number one contender Monday night on Raw yeah Sheamus does and which doesn't make sense I mean, as, not, as much as I'm not trying to knock Sheamus because I like the guy at the end of the day the highest person or yeah the, the, the biggest name person on the other team was John Morrison mm. Um, and he's only intercontinental champion and yeah he's a star he's good but he's not at your level of your uh, your, your Orton's your Cena's no. your Triple H and Shawn Michaels he's still only mid card he's yeah. gradually getting there but they seem to have stopped pushing Morrison now mm. all their focus on the Miz personally I would have loved and you're not going to like this yeah. but I would have loved to have seen the Miz get the title shot at TLC that would have been nice yeah because I mean he had that feud going through the summer didn't he with Cena Um, it would have been nice to sort of have a match to cap it off yeah yeah, I mean why not at the moment I think WWE are trying to look at uh, things we haven't seen before we've heard rumours of uh, of Wrestlemania 26 being Undertaker and John Cena we've not seen that before Um, which could I'll be interested to see what side the fans take on this one of course Cena is booed as it is uh, at the moment anyone who goes against The Undertaker especially at Wrestlemania is, is booed even someone as beloved as Shawn Michaels uh, which we saw is is booed a Cena's just going to get annihilated I think the only way they can do that is literally to turn Cena heel it's going to have to be and it's going to have to be a very quick build because they're going to have to do this now but they've dropped everything about Cena Undertaker because after that yeah. tombstone 
You would think they would have done something either on Raw as a retribution or SmackDown or Survivor Series, a backstage altercation or something. But there was nothing. You didn't even see Cena. I think we're going to see something at TLC, possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, maybe... I can see a new World Heavyweight Champion coming out of TLC. Yeah. Or WWE Champion. Sheamus. I don't think they'll put the belt on Sheamus. No. I, I, well, to be honest, nothing will surprise me anymore with Vince, but I don't think they'll put it on Sheamus because it's too quick. That's and the problem the with problem. that, it would be, it'll be John Cena syndrome all over again. Yeah, I mean, Sheamus is brilliant. He's awesome. He's a great worker. But as again, I, I do he, totally agree. He's way, like he, way too He quick. hasn't met the WWE style yet. No. Because can no. you honestly give Sheamus and Mike and say that when you watch that promo backstage that he did with The Miz and Drew McIntyre, mm. you believe that promo? No. Because that was completely forced. Exactly. They need to get someone as a spokesperson for Sheamus. The only one who can cut a promo out of that Sheamus and Drew McIntyre mm. is Drew McIntyre. Yeah. yeah. Even he sounds forced. He does, yeah. He's still very nervous behind the mic. I think he's still very... Uh, very conscious of the camera being on him uh, he's not totally relaxed in front of that TV camera yet no. but I mean you know if you've got someone like uh, Seamus who you want to push up to the main mainstream and, and give him a manager a spokesperson someone like that why not have you know one of the first people he eliminated of course was uh, Finley yeah uh, annihilated him with one move just that big kick to the head as soon that was as um, sick that kick, was though. absolutely uh, you have Finley come out and say right fair enough you beat me and you beat me easily you are the you know it's time for me to step down you know Finley comes out you know he dresses up in a suit he's the new manager for um, you know the Irish destruction machine or something Seamus mm. uh, you know build it like that and have him as a <clears throat> as a manager Slom's put in the chat room that they need uh, Larry Sweeney for Seamus yeah brilliant absolutely yeah I mean someone someone of that sort of ilk who is really you know loud mouth brash Larry Sweeney um, God bless him Bobby the Brain Heenan if he was still around would be perfect for someone like Seamus completely um, even a Paul Heyman uh, back sort of 10-15 years ago would have been great an when extreme he was his, Paul Heyman yeah when he was in his um, in, in his prime uh, as a manager uh, I mean even Jim Cornette again not now but when he was in his manager days mm. um, with the tennis racket and you know a complete loudmouth someone like that would be great absolutely great so uh, but yeah I mean it remains to be seen see there is a rumour going around talking about Wrestlemania I mean which you know we'll get on with we'll carry on with Survivor Series in a moment but talking yeah. about Wrestlemania there is a rumour that it's going to be Rock Cena those rumours have come out again Jesus now that that would be big I mean that's it's interesting when you when you look back in time and you you think of things like uh, you had The Rock versus Hogan back at what was it X Seven, yes, no, X eight, wasn't it? Yeah, Hogan, Hogan and Rock, um, and then you know, Rock was the young up and comer, and Hogan was the old lion. And um, but now, if it was Rock and Cena, it would be Rock who's the old, you know, wily veteran, and Cena is the young up and comer. Interesting. And that's not too long between the the two. Really. No, because we're only on twenty six now, so yeah. it's about eight years. Yeah, but who do you think if that was the match they were doing, the Rock? Cena mm. who would be face and who would be heel because at X8 you had Hogan as the heel heel slash face yeah. then you had Rock as the face slash heel mm. and it's the same sort of dynamic you're going to have I think the Rock would have to come in and do his um, I mean people are going to cheer the Rock because they haven't seen him for so long but I think they would try and push him as a heel and he would be cheered I think they'd try and push Cena as the face but he would be booed 
Um, and again, I mean, we might even see mid-match a, a turn, you know, like we did with, with Rock and Hogan. Which is Rock a classic was, storytelling match. Exactly. Rock was the face, Hogan was the heel. Hogan basically metamorphosized, even uh, not in clothing, but basically metamorphosized back to the red and yellow Hogan during that match. And it was because of the fans that that happened. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's something like that I mean it, it's one of those iconic matches something like that needs to happen uh, even if someone like Austin I know you know physical limitations are huge for Austin at the moment but Austin versus Cena Cena gets a clean win over Stone Cold something like that to Rock push versus, him up yeah Rock versus Cena with Austin as a special guest enforcer yeah you've got the history there between Rock and, and Steve Austin mm. of course you know they're now two for two even yeah. keels Cena and Austin have never gone but then you've always had that thing about could Cena beat Austin and become the greatest of all time yeah. you're never going to see it Rock and Austin don't necessarily trust each other Chuck Vince in the middle of it yeah you, I mean do you remember the, the run up to SummerSlam 92 with um, uh, in Wembley Stadium you had uh, Ric Flair and Mr Perfect and they were going to be aligned with either uh, Ultimate um, Warrior or, or Randy Savage man. and Warrior thought he was aligned with Savage because he hadn't heard anything Savage thought he was aligned with Warrior because he hadn't heard anything and they were just mistrusting each other no one knew what was going to yeah. happen something like that chuck Vince into the mix and it creates unpredictability which is really what we want you know Ron's put a post in the chat room do you think a lot of the kids now know that Dwayne Johnson the movie star actually wrestled as The Rock possibly not I know I mean I've got first hand experience of that my daughter is seven years old she watch, watches Disney Channel all the time um, she caught me playing Smackdown vs Raw a couple of weeks ago oh there, there's The Rock I'm like yeah there, that's The Rock how and do you know <laughs> yeah exactly and she had no idea he's a wrestler she just knows he's The Rock from TV you know that's the guy's name and he's on TV it says on, something doesn't it yeah and he does you know the uh, race to witch mountain and you know disney style family type films and, and of course you know the one thing that that your daughter would have seen him in hannah montana because he's done guest spots in in hannah and the sweet all the, Dis you know, the disney channel kids shows exactly all of that stuff as yeah. dwayne johnson not as the rock yeah but we've Dwayne digressed Beardley? yeah we have what happened in survivor series oh yeah how do we get onto that I've got absolutely we no idea. We were talking about creating new stars, weren't we? We were, yeah. Um, See, this is what we do on this show. Yeah, but uh, again, I, I sound like such a hypocrite on this one because we've been begging for them to push new stars, but please don't do it too quickly. Do not kill Seamus and Drew McIntyre before they are ready. I mean, um, Drew came in and he was Mr. McMahon's pet project and tipped to be champion within a year and, yeah. and whatever. Please don't burn them out before the they're ready. They've booked... They've back themselves into a corner with this one because mm. if they don't have Seamus go over Cena he's going to look weak Yeah, and if they do have Seamus go over Cena he's yeah. going to be pushed so they've really backed themselves into the only way they can do this now is to turn it into some sort of triple threat how chair match how does this sound right if it's um, TLC what was it tables or chairs it was it's chairs oh it's a tables match sorry. tables match right okay are there disqualifications no. I don't think there are there. Shit, no, my story doesn't work. Well, what I was going to say is you've, you've got Seamus and you've got Cena. Um, something like, I know it won't work in the tables match, but Undertaker comes out and, um, you know, beats the shit out of Cena halfway through the match. I mean, the story might have progressed a little bit down the line between Cena and Taker at that point. Um, uh the referee rings the bell calls it a no contest or something and then at that point Seamus hits that big boot thing 
covers him of course the bell's already gone so it's not official but then Seamus does the one two three with his own hand just to prove I can beat Cena yeah. anytime I want yeah. uh, of course title then stays with Cena you've got a built up feud between WWE champion John Cena world heavyweight champion Undertaker and Seamus has proved you know he's still a star he can pin Cena what about because obviously you haven't got DQs in there yeah that's the only, only what about problem with my plan next week on Monday Night Raw bear in mind that TLC is in what two weeks time Mm. something like that next week on Monday Night Raw Sheamus is in a match Finley comes out yeah obviously from Smackdown yeah but Finley comes out and attacks Sheamus he makes right. him lose a match now Sheamus is undefeated yeah right. so he loses a match to whoever it is thanks to Finley right mm. then on Smackdown Sheamus comes out and attacks Finley who's going up against Drew McIntyre because they've got this whole little Drew McIntyre yeah they've got they had a Finley feud, feud. yeah so he costs Finley a match to Drew McIntyre and then you have the Raw guest host and Teddy Long announcing that at TLC it will be John Cena and Sheamus from Raw facing Finley and Drew McIntyre from Smackdown and then Cena goes over Finley okay so you're not you're not damaging either Sheamus or Drew McIntyre yeah but you're getting Cena retain the belt and by going got, over the veteran and they're still associating themselves with the main event players exactly and yeah. they're continuing two storylines on do you know what I always liked uh, I mean I, I think I said this a few weeks ago is um, some of the some of the things like in the old days you used to have uh, like Wrestlemania 4 the main event was uh, yeah, well, well I say main event it was the, the final of the tournaments we had Savage versus Ted DiBiase and then at SummerSlam they bunged it into a tag team match Hogan and Savage versus uh, DiBiase and Andre the Giant uh, same thing with uh, 89 where you had Savage and Hogan main event and then SummerSlam 89 was uh, Savage and Zeus versus Hogan uh, and Beefcake Hogan and Beefcake uh, kind of uh, not really the same but I mean after Wrestlemania 6 you had Hogan and uh, Warrior in the in two separate main event matches but yeah. uh, and then 91 you had the match made in hell with uh, Warrior and Hogan in a tower I, I just like that way of continuing it on but not actually replaying yeah, the exact not, same match not singles matches all the time yeah, yeah. I mean that's what uh, a trap I think WWE have got into at the moment you know like okay you've got a feud between um, I don't know say Orton and Kofi Kingston you have Orton against Kofi at one pay-per-view and then someone wins next pay-per-view you have Orton and Kofi again in a ladder match and then the next pay-per-view Orton and Kofi again in a tables match no but, don't do that have Orton and Ted DiBiase against uh, Kofi and uh, fuck I don't know um, a mystery tag team partner Ron Killings you yeah, know someone, someone like that yeah know, completely agree completely agree now going back to Survivor Series sorry that's we're almost like through our first segment and we've barely touched like the one that's minute. fine this is what this show's about we do discussion um, the team is they were the survivors Miss Sheamus and Drew McIntyre uh, now we're <laughs> we going to move on this half an hour ago ah, to the next match it's going to take us an hour to talk about because I loved it oh, it's it the grudge match fucking awesome this match friend versus friend Batista versus Ray and the Batista bombs absolutely brilliant I mean they uh, it was your, your classic big man versus small man uh, big man big muscular guy versus a, a really speedy guy uh, Ray was using some of his speed to do some of his quick moves and flying around and eventually uh, sorry I've got indigestion now it's just relentless um, yeah I've got it as well oh there we go that's much better now um, yeah eventually obviously Batista catches up with Ray gets him in with the power moves uh, was it something like three Batista bombs and then a big uh, uh, spine buster down on the chair um, by that point Ray was unconscious the yeah. match was called 
and it was just brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant storytelling uh ray didn't have to get pinned batista looked unstoppable which is what you want with this and apparently now that's uh, an exit for ray so he can go out and have knee surgery the thing is that like, you could tell even before the news reports had come out that ray mysterio yeah had knee problems because yeah. his knee was buggered he wasn't he was limping on it he wasn't you know putting a lot of weight on it and i i love it and i want you want the best thing about that entire match gone was the crowd chanting one more time oh, yeah i mean you, you've got <laughs> you know best friends Rey Mysterio and Batista Batista heinously turns on Rey Mysterio who the kids love and the whole match the crowd uh, booing Mysterio cheering Batista every Batista bomb or spine buster that happened you've got the whole crowd chanting for Batista one more time or um, you know j- just cheering everything Batista did and it it was great really great stuff and that's it the last time we're going to see Rey in the WWE possibly for an well, amount of time yeah I mean he, he's out for his, his knee surgery now I mean that makes a nice little exit for him they put a neck brace on him and uh, they yeah. did a booker on him well yeah yeah that's exactly what they did he'll be on the X Division within Genesis in about a couple of weeks no don't do it <laughs> don't do it okay uh, what we're going to do we, we've, I mean that's we could talk more about this uh, Batista Rey Mysterio match we might get to it again a little bit later on might re-refer to it again be intriguing to see what everybody thinks about it when we open the phone lines tonight yeah I mean that's what I put as our main graphic on the website this week because I thought it was awesome yeah to uh, me that was a standout moment of Survivor Series yeah five Batista bombs and I know you, you're an Arn Anderson Mark but mm. don't you think the spine busters are getting just as good as Arn Anderson oh definitely definitely yeah and uh oh kelly's just left the studio now what's that i think the dogs are doing something terrible ah, okay so we need to carry on for a second oh, we'll carry on for a second it's okay <laughs> we've got linda skinnard in the background um but yeah i mean it, <laughs> what more can you say about it it was um it was great again i was hoping it was going to be a little bit more i mean it was it was dominant from batista but i was hoping it was going to be a really really quick with hardly any offence from Mysterio at all and it was it was it's better than we could ever have imagined exactly okay Kelly's back we're ready for some news Uh, we'll be back with some news and uh, more talk about Survivor Series after this I guess I've lost everything I've had but I'm not dead at least I get still alone still alive still I'm broken I'm still alone still alive According to a report by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Jim Ross has not signed a new deal with WWE and due to the uncertainty of his current health condition, there hasn't been any serious talks of any kind about a new offer being made. Ross recently suffered a third Bell's Palsy attack in late October and has been off WWE television ever since. We're told his current deal with WWE is set to expire in around three weeks. He has continued to discuss his current health situation over on his official website every week. The facial nerve is still being stubborn, but so am I, and I know that it will regenerate in time. It has been usually taken around four months the other two times that I've had a Bell's palsy attack. Sexy Lexi Pillman, stepdaughter of the late WWE WCW superstar Flying Brian Pillman, passed away due to injuries caused in a car crash on Thanksgiving Day. Lexi started her wrestling career in 2008 and worked small independence in Tennessee. She also worked on a TNA house show in Cincinnati, home of her most famous stepfather, Brian Pillman, 
died in 1997 from a drug overdose just before a WWE pay-per-view. No further details are available at this time. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. Alex Shane and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam Radio and there are two things you can do about it that's nothing and like it. A year of conflict, a year of heartbreak, a year of ultimate triumph. New champion! What a monumental moment for AJ Styles! But the story is far from over. On December 20th, the final chapter will be written with the Feast or Fired match. Who will earn a shot at greatness? Who will be fired? Four briefcases. Who will end up with the pig slam? DNA Wrestling presents Final Resolution. Live Sunday, December 20th on pay-per-view. The WWE Superstars take to the skies Predators stop their prey And attitudes get adjusted But there are new superstars on the horizon What is him? to write their own stories It's your world now What is him? Your Superstar Your Share your creations online for the world to see. WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Well, you know, the future of the wrestling business is in our hands now, Hulkamaniacs. You know, you guys predict the future. It's time to go to war. You know... When you pick a fight, you gotta pick a good one. I've been in this war before. I've proved that not only the fans will go where Hulk Hogan goes, I've proved that the talent in this wrestling business isn't far behind. The future between WWE and TNA is in your hands. I guarantee you, as we get momentum, as we move forward, as it gets more intense each and every week, you're gonna see TNA the little company that could, that's been around for just a few years on Spike TV, start to move in leaps and bounds. And with a short amount of time, with the power of Hulkamania, TNA, Dixie Carter, and all the talent that's in that company is going to prove we are the number one business today in sports entertainment. That's the future. And it's in your hands, Hulkamaniac. This is going to be one heck of a wild ride. Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Terry Funk being spit roasted. Can we not do any more of the Survivor Series and just play that song the whole no. time? No, no, no. Bullshit! <laughs> oh, you got You make it. one mistake on a live radio show. Terry Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> and it keeps being repeated. <laughs> Obama! Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Anyway! <laughs> <Love it>. so, <sighs> 
Back oh. to Survivor Series. Caffeine and turkey, it's all coming back. Caffeine, anyway. relentless, and you've had turkey, I've had pizza. Yes, yes. It's and all... a subway on the way home. Oh, no, I couldn't even think about any more food oh, apart no. from this Mars dark that I'm eating right now. <laughs> Footlong Italian BMT with double cheese, double meat toasted. Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Survivor, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we move on to the next traditional Survivor Series elimination match? Yes. Uh, this was uh, Team Lucky Egg, Kofi Kingston, <laughs> uh, Egg. Christian, MVP, Mark Emery, and R-Truth. Now, do you know, I hope when they release this DVD, it, they keep in that promo oh, that they did please. backstage. With, I was um, crying. Yeah. With Christian saying, uh, uh, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable because I'm, I'm, I'm different to the rest of you. And they're like, what? Well, no, what you, you mean no no no, no. I, I'm from ECW oh we thought you meant that the, what the, the, I'm Canadian no 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 no. oh anyway don't worry and then he starts rapping <laughs> yeah <laughs> the only white guy with three black guys <laughs> oh. it was so well done though that you couldn't take offence to it exactly the problem is Christian with the fake tan he's about the same colour as MVP anyway <laughs> Weird. Whoops. Uh, they took on <coughs> Team Orton, uh, Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, who got eliminated bloody quick, which is a bit disappointing. Yep. Uh, William Regal and Seymour uh, Spunk. Now, you said last week, <laughs> yeah. right? What did I say apart, last week? Apart from did that. Did you know what you said last week? Terry <laughs> Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> That's it. I'm producing next week. Uh, <laughs> sound effects are banned. What did I say week, last week? You turned around and you went, now that is a Survivor Series team. And the entire team will survive. Do you know, that's what I thought. <laughs> I seriously did. But then it, it didn't... I mean, this was one that was like... It was five on five. Then it was five on four. Then it was four on four. Then it was then four, four on three. three. And then it was three on three. And it just... It evened up. There wasn't a you know, complete annihilation sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, last week we were talking about how uh, Survivor Series 1990 was like the benchmark. And, you know, the fifth mm. annual Survivor Series. Fourth annual at that time. You know, and it was all about the chemistry of the Survivor Series eliminations. And you didn't know what was going to happen. This match, single-handedly was the best Survivor Series elimination match they've done in years I think so yeah and not because of the, of who they had in it but because of the fact it went like you said 5 on 5 5 on 4 4 on 4 yeah just the the way it all went down I yeah. mean I, I personally loved in, in the old days of Survivor Series the way a lot of the teams used to be they'd be captained by one big guy and then the second guy on the team would be sort of intercontinental mid-card level and then it'd be rounded out by a tag team and that would be the main build-up of a lot mm. of the teams. Um, like in, <clears throat> I think there was a team, an Ultimate Warrior team one year that was uh, Warrior, Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, and then the Rockers. Or... Yep, that was Survivor Series 90. Was it 90? Because every tag team, every Survivor Series no, tag team... No, that was LOD and Texas Tornado. And again, that is my point perfectly again. Yeah, that one. Ultimate Warrior, WWE Champion. Texas Tornado, I think, was Intercontinental Champion at the time. Yeah. And then LOD, a tag team. Yeah. It was all the gold was on the one team. Exactly. Yeah, um, definitely. And yeah, a great, a great little, um, little setup there. I mean, that was the way it was built. But again, with these guys, you've got a similar sort of thing. You've got Randy Orton, uh, main event level guy. Rhodes and DiBiase, the tag team. William Regal, kind of a upper mid card guy. But because there's five men on the team, obviously you need another guy. And you've got CM Punk there, uh, who at the moment is kind of floundering a bit and possibly being a bit of a casualty of this push new guys thing see you know what CM Punk I hope gets future endeavoured really I've never been a fan of this I dude. know I know but he's even... been much better when he was a heel 
Oh yeah, as a heel, he's been he has been good, mm. you know. And I must admit, the promos he's cutting about how everybody should follow his lifestyle and they should all be straight edge and they shouldn't drink, shouldn't smoke, are you know instant heel heat. Exactly. But he does seem out of his comfort zone. Mm. Yeah. And when he had the belt and he was playing off against Jeff Hardy, it all worked. But I mean, have you heard about SmackDown this week? No. And how Sky Sports completely annihilated it. Oh, what did they do? Because um, they did this promo in the ring, right? We, we haven't got it in the news. Oh, okay. Just checking. And they did this promo, and basically it was CM Punk coming out with Festus, who is now being repackaged as Luke Gallows. Yeah, I, I saw that. And yeah. he kept holding up the Jeff Hardy DVD. Well, because right. of the fact that we can't do plugging laws, you know, over here on the UK, you right. can't promote, Sky cut the segment to hell. Jeez. Then, just because they decided, you know, instead of like just cutting it out completely and putting in a from the vault match, mm. they played the Undertaker versus Chris Jericho match twice. What? <laughs> and oh, it's Sky who cuts it, not God. the WWE. So, the Evil Empire fucked up big time. Oh, he's back! It's back. There you go. The the theme tune of I the didn't Evil know we Empire. Had that back. Sky. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's uh, thanks to Vinton Price that one I didn't even know we had that back yeah oh, thanks, thanks to the uh, yeah, the, uh, the Northern Ireland collection right collect, collect, I called him collection again you can't do anything can you I cut oh right uh, we're going and we're playing that are we okay. no because no, you've been spit roasted there you go I can't insult you anymore because you googled <laughs> the sound effects yeah I've got my ammunition now damn it um, okay <laughs> right <laughs> back to you some... are faggot <laughs> we're almost an hour into this show and we're not even halfway through Survivor Series Survivor oh Survivor Series yeah Ashley Masari is nowhere to be found <laughs> um <laughs> this again had what you said it had a world champion in it yeah it had Christian yeah <laughs> yeah mid card you know um Randy Orton Cody Rhodes Ted DiBiase they should have done more in this match than what they did uh, again I mean the they debuted this past week on WWE TV the Marine 2 trailer they should be pushing Ted DiBiase to hell right now and he got eliminated so quick I thought they would put, make it in face well, that was I mean they we were expecting that about three months ago on oh. a pay-per-view and it, it still hasn't happened um, again it, it's just they're not building things they're, they're just doing them straight away yeah and it's but not good the one thing about this I mean we just talked about it when we did the first Survivor Series match you know Kofi Kingston defeats CM Punk six seconds later defeat Randy Orton and then yeah. doesn't get pushed anymore I know I know but yet Randy Orton can somehow still get pushed on Monday Night Raw go into the Breakthrough Battle Royal where he's got no business being in <laughs> as per you know the rules laid out at the beginning of the match and then doesn't even get eliminated by Kofi yeah gets eliminated by Seamus can I go off on another tangent again can. we've had some uh, <laughs> uh, one of our listeners uh, listens via podcast called Large uh, Gareth his name is has uh, sent through a live report from FWA Hotwired 2009 alright oh. oh, okay uh, CJ <laughs> Hyde and Spud versus Marty Skull and Johnny Storm uh, Storm and Marty go over awesome first match though looks like Spud got injured in the finisher Flyweight tournament match: Darius Coffee versus El Laguerra. Now, this is the guy who dresses up yep. like the bobsled dude from uh, from Cool Runnings. Kiss my lucky egg. Uh, Laguerra wins in a good comedy match with brilliant spots. Uh, Post match, RJ Singh interrupts the celebration and gives a three on one beatdown uh, with them sawing the horns off Laguerra's mask. Coffee makes a save. Looks like a Coffee Laguerra tag team is on the cards. Great. Uh, next up, Cartel versus uh, Joel Redmond and Sykes. Uh, Redman and Sykes win by a count out. 
that's your first lot back with more results from FWA Hotwire 2009 so it there you go it sounds like it's a fairly good show then exactly we didn't make it up to this one it was up in Nottingham and obviously we want to be here for you guys and we of can't course. Uh, we haven't got the equipment to broadcast live <coughs> on the road as yet so you know we're you putting you guys first and talking about Survivor Series occasionally but a big <laughs> thanks to all, all of our live listeners who are out there reporting for us don't exactly. have to do it but they do it out of the goodness of their own hearts so we thank you for that exactly I mean we've got it coming from FWA <clears> we've got it from Raw live events we've got it coming from TNA events all Smackdown sorts of stuff. live events thanks yeah, to Chris and Bryce PW, yeah all sorts of stuff is coming in so uh, again thanks to you guys and uh, when Gareth listens back to this thank you for your, your live yeah. reporting Ministry of Republic you're the best guys out there exactly okay right, Survivor back Series back to Survivor Series continue Sol Survivor of this one we're just going to cut this one out Team Kofi Kofi Kingston won it Soul Survivor that moved us on to the first of the freeway dances it did yes this was uh, the Undertaker's match Chris Jericho and Big Show yes and Big Show really looked to struggle in this match he's uh, one of the things that was very apparent because Big Show doesn't normally wear knee pads was the giant knee yeah. brace that was <laughs> sorry no pun intended there uh, <laughs> but a, a pretty huge knee brace on the Big Show's knee and again he similar to Rey Mysterio is taking some time off for knee surgery well, he can't have that much time off because he's in TLC or are they going to try and kick him out of this match somehow I mean, they're, they're, they're teasing a split between Jericho and Big Show already. Yeah, is Jericho going to boot Big Show out of the team and bring in another replacement? Oh, could it, do. Is it the curse of Chris Jericho tag team partners to get injured? Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> could tell Big Show was injured because he spent most of the match on the floor. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, credit where credit is due because The Undertaker, you can tell that guy needs to retire now. Yeah. He could hardly go. Him and Jericho, awesome one-on-one. So exactly. good that Sky played the match twice on SmackDown. But... <laughs> They were so good. And you told me about this, and I heard it when we were watching it on the <laughs> it pay-per-view. It's fucking hilarious. But it's line of the night. It is, yeah. Where they're outside the ring, and one of the fans goes to Jericho. But he was outside, I think, because there was a load of like army guys. There, yeah. Because they, they support the troops, especially when it comes to Survivor Series Fair time. Place I think Exactly. I think it was one of those guys that, that shouted it. They're like, go back to Toronto. <laughs> and then... Uh, just a couple of seconds went past and Jericho was throwing someone back in the ring and turned around and said I'm from Winnipeg you idiot <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah but the problem was it was such a quick line back loved it yeah. Jerry Lawler mentions it and then Michael Cole and Matt Stryker just drop it exactly they should have picked up on that and played with it a bit more mm. one thing I was going to say speaking about things that um, people some people picked up some people didn't going back to the first match I know we spent about 45 minutes on the first match anyway but <laughs> did you see I think it was The Miz had like kind of a camel clutch type deal on Matt Hardy and uh, Matt had sort of The Miz's um, like uh, fingers clenched under his chin and he was being stretched yeah and I think there was a quite close camera shot of, of Matt Hardy's face and Matt Hardy like looked up at the referee and rolled his eyes and, <laughs> and said something and that was right full on on camera and Obviously, it wasn't. He, he was just like rolling his eyes, and his body was totally limp. And then, like seconds later, it was like as though he was in immense amounts of pain. And again, one of those things that obviously just slipped by. Apparently, the Miz got some heat backstage for really? um, for that Survivor Series match because he was. You could hear him calling spots in the middle of the match, really? and a couple of times, Matt Stryker actually had to cover for him. Yeah. Now he was trying to direct Sheamus and Drew. Mm. Because then haven't got quite they the haven't got quite got the WWE ring time. Yeah, and that's the problem. It is going and, back and to what Miz we talked Obviously, about. not the most experienced person anyway. But if Miz is calling a match, mm. yeah, you, we've you've got issues again. This is where it comes in. You need to try and blend some of the veterans and the uh, yeah. and the the, yeah. the the more uh, seasoned guys. I mean, on that team, 
Who's who's the most experienced out of that team? You've got the Miz, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, Ziggler, and Swagger. It's the Miz. I suppose it's got to be the Miz, or I mean, maybe Sheamus, or possibly Sheamus for his time in in the UK. Yeah, but not for WWE style. No, it's got to be the Miz or Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Because remember, Ziggler was Nick Nemeth in the Spirit Squad. Exactly. Yeah. So he has done pay per views before. Yeah. He has. (laughs) We forget about that. He has done pay per views before. Yeah. So there is those two that could have led the team mm. but again with with Dolph Ziggler the fact that they just don't you know rate the guy anymore mm. and he's a comedy character he got dropped within the first couple of minutes exactly but Not good. going back to this world heavyweight title match yeah um, the dead man quite obvious he's slowing down you know and Ron is put in the chat room that he's asked already asked for more time off he's only been back at two months so is he gonna he can't take time off now in the run up to Wrestlemania because you've got to no. build some kind of big feud no but I mean could we I hate to say it I mean are we either gonna see I mean I predict this every year to take time off after Wrestlemania presumably he's not gonna be champion will he either drop the title before uh, will Cena cause Undertaker to drop the title so that then Undertaker can beat Cena at Wrestlemania and then take time off because he's not gonna be able to take time off as champion uh, he's not going to be able to to keep that belt on him. And do you think what? What? Apparently, I've just said something in the chat room. Like uh, what? Okay, I've I got, missed that one. I've got no idea what I've just said, but apparently, the chat room are like going, they're scared. Um, okay, I've made another line of the night. Apparently, okay, okay. If, if they can let us know on that, I missed that one. It can't be as good. Terry as... Funk being spit roasted. <laughs> it can't be as good it's as hot, that sir. one. Um, <laughs> But if it is, I will go back and I will no, clip No, you bloody won't. I'm not having two sound effects. <laughs> um, have you ever thought that maybe Cena does drop the belt at TLC? Yeah. And then The Undertaker somehow goes over Batista. Yeah. And then Teddy Long mm. comes out. Yeah. Cena is signed with the SmackDown brand. Yeah. Goes straight after The Undertaker, costume becomes the T the WWE champion, a world heavyweight world champion. champion yeah. Again. Yeah. The Undertaker is off for a couple of months. Cena is now on SmackDown. Yeah. As the world heavyweight champion. And then at Rumble. Yeah. Or Elimination Chamber, The Undertaker comes back as a surprise opponent, which leads us to Cena versus Undertaker. Mm. But then again, I mean, that's only what? Two. Well after all that stuff has gone down you're looking at five six weeks maximum the undertaker will be able to take off um i, I don't know and the only thing i can think of is is that i mean the, the time off that he has i think it would have to be after after mania for him to have any reasonable amount of time off yeah he's just gonna have to grin and bear it they're, they're too close now they are yeah. too close to uh pull him out of any mania build and they can't have mania without the undertaker it's not right uh so i uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Undertaker, as I say, loses the uh, the belt before Mania. I mean, maybe give he's he's against Batista, isn't he, at, at TLC? Yes, in a, so maybe, a chair match. Maybe uh, Cena costs Undertaker the title against Batista. Batista wins the belt from Undertaker, igniting the the Cena Undertaker feud. Undertaker then beats Cena at Mania and then takes his traditional six months off straight afterwards. Possibly. I don't think he'll come back. I think I think this is it now. If he takes any more um, time off, then that has got to be it because they can't have someone like The Undertaker, a veteran, coming back in when he feels like it, yeah. getting the strap for six months, losing it, and then buggering off again for six months to yeah, rest his injuries. It's the same every year, isn't it? He comes yeah. back. Uh, I mean, I, I think 
I, I don't. I think there would have been a bit more of a build already if it was going to be his very, very final WrestleMania match. And he was exactly. actually going to retire. Same but, with Shawn Michaels. Exactly. I mean, I think it's just going to be a longer amount of time that he's going to be off TV each each year now. He'll just come back for the one run. Yeah, he'll, I mean, come, he'll, back he'll, he'll come back at Survivor Series and then like, he'll do Survivor Series to WrestleMania and then he'll be gone again until Survivor Series and exactly same not, thing. And I, I think it's going to be the same thing for Sean. Uh, I mean, depends it, what match he's in at, at WrestleMania. If he's in a high-profile one-on-one match again, like mm. he was at WrestleMania 25, and if that match is as aggressive as what it was at WrestleMania 25, mm. then Sean can't take it and he won't come back. I mean, he could presu- presumably do a Sting thing. You know, he, he could uh, either Not turn up for interviews. Well, yeah. <laughs> he could. Uh, I mean, presumably lose a match at WrestleMania and then get on the mic and say something along the lines of, "You know, it's been rumored this was going to be my last match." To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm definitely taking some time off. I might be back. I might not. And then when he comes back, yeah. see, that was the one thing about WrestleMania when they did that, and Sean and the Undertaker just disappeared from TV. Mm. There was no explanation as to why. Exactly, but and no one ever mentioned to. it. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah, which makes a sense. What I should point out is that next week they're flying out to Iraq. Yeah, to tribute take to tribute to the, to the troops. Yeah, which is I, I love that show. It is good. Who's gonna uh, dress up like Santa Claus and get beaten up this year? Because there's no JBL. There's no Austin. No, good point. Uh, Vince McMahon. Yeah, he's done it before. Will they he? have a guest host? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> a guest host in the war zone. Oh crap! I, I was, no, Bob I was, Hope. Yeah, you know they could have, couldn't you? Didn't you? Bob Mama. <laughs> the guest host I, would, Raw. I will be really intrigued this year if they have Obama doing. Um, Bob segment- Mama. <laughs> if they have Obama doing. Um, a welcome thing to tribute to the troops like they did with Bush yes last yeah. year because Vince hates Obama he doesn't no, agree he's, he's with not his policy he's not no no. no. Yeah. Obama so pimps white women and black women so the divas will be fine <laughs> Christian will fit in quite well <laughs> talking about the divas <clears throat> oh yeah Fucking I hell. tried to block this match from my memory uh, team Mickey McPiggy um, Mickey James Kelly Kelly Eve Torres Babs for life <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, Mickey James, Kelly Kelly, who is getting better? Eve Torres, who cares? Melina used to be good, not interested anymore. Gail Kim, she what's she done? Team yeah, what's she done since she's come back? Exactly um, against Team Gorgeous McCall. What? The oh, lovely... Did you see the oh, God, fucking spot? She was, she was on the ground, just like slapping, and just that's not wrestling for Christ's sake. She can get away with it. She's shagging the Undertaker. It's when she starts tombstoning people that, which could be a sexual term. I don't know. Uh, which I'm, you know, that's going to be interesting. Uh, Beth Phoenix, yeah. Layla, who cares? Julian Hall, nah. Alicia Fox, still don't know who she is. Um, Who's number one contender for the Divas <laughs> Championship <what>? now? <laughs> oh. Ah, and this match was terrible. Yeah. Zero it- point zero. <laughs> <laughs> It kicked off. We had one elimination. Then the following team had an elimination. Then the following team had an elimination. Then the following, and it was over in about five minutes. Bullshit! It was. <laughs> but Mickey James and Melina were the sole survivors for Team McCall. Uh, team Mickey James. Hooray! And they beat McCall, who did um, a stars clash. Oh, fucking bitch. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Let's. Sh- shall we move on to the main event now? Yeah. Uh, John Cena, the champion, <laughs> against uh, D-Generation X, Shawn Michaels <clears throat> and Triple H. An interesting match here. We, last week, predicted that uh, it was going to be 
a split on the part of DX. Yeah. Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Uh, they came out to the ring together. Uh, actually, as as Degeneration X, they didn't have their own individual Which I didn't entrances. Didn't expect that to happen. No, definitely not. Um, so that was interesting. The match started very very quickly with uh, Shawn Michaels super kicking Triple H and going for the cover. And yeah, um, and a- again, just a, a very very strange match. You thought, okay, well that's it then. That is that's completely it. John Cena, uh, sorry, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That's not going to be it. You know that that's the end of Degeneration X. Um, mm. it, it wasn't as good as it was made out to be. No, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, couple of nice spots in it, but it wasn't to me main event material. It didn't feel like a main event. No, no, you're right. It, I'd have had the Undertaker and. Jericho, Jericho and, and Big, Big Show, Show. Yeah. there was something about this match that just made it feel like three faces in the ring yeah and not being funny I don't know about you but apart from seeing the super kick mm. there was nothing in that match that made me think Cena was going to lose the belt well apart from I mean later on you had uh, Triple H pushing um, or throwing Shawn Michaels through the, the announce table yeah and we thought maybe they'd be brawling on the outside um, and there'd be a quick attack by Cena or something and I, I don't know it, it was very difficult to predict I mean there was a bit more interaction between Shawn Michaels and Triple H than I thought there was going to be I thought there might have been just one big blow off at the end of the match depends how much curry they had well yeah <laughs> speaking about that has anyone said in the chat room what you said no okay even if they had I'm not telling you <laughs> right okay I'll, I'll listen back to it don't worry oh crap uh, well I tell you what I, I'm not really going to go too much into this triple threat match because we've already done an hour on Survivor Series exactly I mean again it, it just I, I don't understand the direction they're going I mean you thought okay Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels have, have had you know they've beat the shit out of each other in this match which wasn't really expected following night on Raw they're going to be at each other's throats again yeah um, and it didn't happen everything's absolutely fine as we said tomorrow night on Raw they're going to have a uh, a wrestler's court thing like led by Hornswoggle because of the pedigree they did on him uh, a couple of weeks ago at Madison Square Garden I don't get it I don't get it I mean if it, they were going to do the seeds for a split they should have done it at the Survivor Series yeah, yeah exactly that would have been the perfect time leading to the road to Wrestlemania unless they're playing saying at the Royal Rumble and I don't know what it's going to be well it's or maybe one of them will turn on the other one at People's Court tomorrow night on Raw yeah or I mean it, I think Royal Rumble's a bit late if they're building for a big feud between uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels um, unless it's going to be something like Sean chucks Triple H over after they've agreed to work together, something like that. And they Maybe take it could happen at TLC. Yeah, possibly. Because, I mean, there's a tag team match. I've got it. Okay. I've got it. Go on. So it's Jericho and Big Show against DX, DX. yeah? TLC. It's actually going to be a TLC. TLC match. Okay, what if Jericho wanders out on his own? Okay, Big Show's injured. Um, my mystery partner that I've got for the night is here. Um... I don't need him to start the match. I can take you two on uh, on my own. Halfway through the match, similar to the you know the Hulk Hogan turning in WO. Halfway through the match, uh, Shawn Michaels all of a sudden out of nowhere super kicks uh, Triple H. Yeah. Michaels is on Jericho's side as the tag team championship combo. Yeah. And they then pin Triple H. It turns Michaels heel, starts off the DX feud, and solves the Big Show problem. That would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Vince, that I hope you're sweet. listening, because you certainly listened to us when it came to Monday Night Raw last week, and I'm going to get to that after the uh, oh yeah, after the next break and uh, and some more news. Yeah, it's going to be good. 
and lots more news as well we've got uh, we, ha- we haven't even like barely mentioned the words TNA we haven't we need which, to uh, yeah I mean we've done the whole first hour on Survivor Series yes and uh, so yeah some TNA news in the second hour and of course your phone calls as well uh, going to check back at the email see if we've had any more updates on FWA Hotwired exactly fwauk.com we'll be back we will Tammy Sonny Sitch, Stitch took a cheap shot, a cheap shot at the Lesnar family via her Facebook. Sitch, who has long had long-standing issues with Lesnar's wife Rena, the former WWE diva Sable, wrote, "How long will it be before Rena leaves Brock? She's left him twice before: once when he left the WWE and once when the Vikings dropped him. His income flow might stop again because he's sick. So how long will it be? I also wonder if this post will make internet news. LOL." Raw wrestler Eddie Cologne, aka Primo, is said to be very frustrated with his current position in the, dub- in the world wrestling entertainment. The second generation star has accomplished little of note since being broken up from his brother Carlito over the summer, as more often than not he's working dark matches and being left off Monday Night Raw. Primo loves wrestling more than his brother does, Carlito himself has admitted this to be true, so this is a trying time for him. The Colognes captured the WWE Tag Team Championship shortly after Primo's debut last year, holding on to them through June. From the Ministry of Slam News Desk, I'm Kelly with the News of the Week. This is Dragon Gate USA Vice President Gabe Topolsky, and you're listening to the Ministry of Flam Radio Show. Hi, baby. Hey, sweetheart. You remember me talking about my super rich client owns like a bazillion different businesses, real estate, hotels, casinos. Yeah. He's opening a new resort, and guess who's in charge of his super deluxe invite only? Opening Bash. A faraway place few ever see. Five days of sun, beach. A world away. Isn't it beautiful? This is amazing. We're actually having our opening party here tomorrow night. But now, a trip to paradise became a mission only a Marine could handle. Who are you? What do you think you're doing here? They're separatists. For the last century, we have watched helplessly. Fighting the spread of Western influence on their country? As the disease of the Western world has spread across our island, now it is your turn to watch. You could have a, an international incident. With or without you, I'm going in. I cover! We must make an example! Tell me where they are! Make a statement. You take my people, I take yours. Kill them all now. Make sure this time he dies. The message will be sent. Get down! 
Tarzan. Everybody can be a hero. The goal is to save people, not kill them to win. Give him hell, Marine! The Marine 2. Premiering on DVD and Blu-ray December 29th. For all of your WWE DVD needs, your one-stop source is silvervision.co.uk, the official supplier for the UK and Europe. All of the latest releases and the best prices with free post and packaging. Silvervision.co.uk is your only place to go. Dougie, 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 Dougie. Dude, the game. Nah, I'm registering domain names at godaddy.com. Dude. Registering domains at GoDaddy is like, it's like, uh, like, uh, like sweet love. Uh huh. Right, like, uh, like your first kiss. <laughs> like snuggling up to a big fluffy pillow. Like, like rose petals on satin sheets. Yeah, just like that. There. Oh, okay. Burning the world of pro wrestling to the ground. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Terry Funk being spit roasted. Okay, we're back, and uh, <sighs> lots of controversy kicking off in the uh, the chat room. And now, Kelly, as you probably heard in the last segment, uh, stumbled a few times during the uh, the news report. Uh, is being blamed on Andy, who actually wrote the news report. Yeah, first time in months. <clears throat> <laughs> I give you one thing, and you get blamed for it. I <laughs> know. Oh, I know. Oh, no. oh, Sorry, dear. Kelly. Bullshit. It there was we funny though. Yeah, we, we've do you know we've had our second uh, FWA Hot Word report. Go on then. Uh, a merchandiser here selling the DVDs. Excellent. Uh, great selection apparently. So that's cool. Uh, cool to hear. Um, uh, Robbie Brookside is there as the guest timekeeper for Andrew Simmons versus Bubblegum, who's wrestling injured. Good. Um, Simmons wins when Bubblegum taps to a Boston Crab, meaning he is through to the final of the FWA Heavyweight Championship. Who's got through? Simmons. Simmons Excellent. is in the finals. Excellent. And uh, so the, the other match we've got in the semi-finals is uh, Martin Stone and uh, Johnny Vigilante Moss. Johnny Moss. And presumably that's going to be Martin Stone. Now the one thing I mean, yeah, I hope so. The one thing I'm really intrigued about now is the next event. Yeah. Because we know they're going to go back to Broxbourne in February, but I hope they're going to do a show before then because FWA are great. They are. 
absolutely awesome and again uh, uh, people like Mark Sloan A Merchandise they've uh, they've supported us uh, well over the, our first year and uh, yeah great guys there and, and if you can if there's an FWA event anywhere near you uh, go to it it's a great night out uh, FWAUK.com and I think Andy's getting slammed in the chat room I am just a bit what's going on um, people want Kelly to, to like kick me <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we've got a spare steel chair in the studio. Oh, the great! Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jeez. dear. I yeah. thought you were meant to be on my side. I am, but I always want to see someone get hit with a chair. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Can mm. I put the hand protection on? Do I have to get hit full straight onto the head? That's up to you, as long as you make it look real. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not going to get filmed this day, is it? Uh, <laughs> that sounded like something from Braver. It will not be filmed on this day. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, I wish I was drunk, be more fun, and I might accept it. What do the fans say? <laughs> Is she listening as well? I don't know. She's in the chat room. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Poor Andy getting a rough ride. She's yeah. now in the green room, uh, in the chat room. That means she's coming out of the chat room. Okay. Uh, anyway. Right. Okay. Shall we, uh, we, we talked during the, uh, during the commercial break. I think we're going to touch on the streamies. Streamies. In just three weeks will be our uh, Ministry of Slam year-end show. Yep. Uh, where we'll have uh, a, you know, a retrospective look back at 2009 and the 2009 Ministry of Slam year-end awards known as The Streamies. The streamies. Have you got the categories and everything up on your... I do. You do? I, okay. I do. Which one are you going to look at first, sir? Let's look at the uh, the most hotly contested uh, award. Promotion of the year? No, it's not actually. It's, Knockout uh, of the year? No. Okay. No, that one's pretty much locked up. Um <laughs> No, we're, we're going to look at Listener of the Year. I mean, this is this is the one mm. that people are interested in. Yes, the, uh, the one that all of a sudden has uh, got more votes in it than all of the other topics combined. Yes. Yes, yeah. I wonder how. Mm, I don't know. Don't know. Shall we name the nominees? Go on, let's do it. Vinto Price, Azino Master, Mr. Price of Scotty220, Dan from Chicago, Ron Stryker, Easy Money, Zach, otherwise known as Voices, who's not in the chat room, and Ben Ford. What the fuck? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Now, we have somehow <laughs> had a total amount of votes so far yep. of 113. Go! Mm. <laughs> Shall we say who's what, who the top four are? The yeah, top go three. on. Yeah, let's do okay, it. currently in the lead with three weeks left to go is Price with 22.4% of the total votes. Okay. That's 32. Yeah. Uh, in joint second place, it is Dan from Chicago and Ben Ford, both on 30 votes. It's 21% of the vote. And in third place, it's Vinto uh, with 29. Uh, that's 20.3% of the total vote. There you go. And then we got Azzy uh, in fourth position with 11 votes and everybody else coming up in the remaining categories. So... Listener of the Year is still pretty much open. If you want to, if you haven't voted yet, you can do uh, go over to ministryofslam.com forward slash forums, or just click on the forums link from the front page of ministryofslam.com. Register, and, uh, yeah, register on the forums, totally free, uh, and yeah, join up and uh, and vote on these uh, these categories. All of the ones we're going to mention now are available to vote. Yes. Now, next category, please, sir. Uh, why don't we do Wrestler of the Year? Okay. <laughs> I like catching you off guard. Yeah, I thought you were going to go like down. Okay. Oh, sorry. I, I, I don't know what no, no, that's there. fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Wrestler of the Year, okay? Go on, let's do it. And the total amount of votes for this one, <laughs> substantially less than Listener of the Year, is 30. Okay. Okay. People will nowhere near as interested in this one as they are Listener of the Year. No. And the nominations are. Go on. John Cena, yeah. uh, The Legend Killer Randy Orton, The Game Triple H, um, Edge, yep. uh, The Phenomenal AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Matt Morgan, Desmond Wolf, and. S <laughs> 
<laughs> I should have recognised that was coming. And C. Uh, did you just snort then? <laughs> Sorry, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, CM Punk. <laughs> I apologise. Currently winning is Randy Orton with 17 votes, closely followed by CM Punk. Obama! No, not Obama. He's not in it. Punk. Punk. Right. Now female interview of the year yeah I'm just going to let you go in your own order now is that right? Oh, yeah I'm going to confuse you <laughs> just, just, just going to lots of dead air I'm not old <laughs> well I am actually not as old as you no, female no. interview of the year this is Real. a show specific one uh, we've interviewed some of the best divas over the past 12 months and mm. this is the best of the best so nominations are Francine Deborah Shelley Martinez uh, Malia Husaka, Molly Holly or Sarah Del Rey currently in the lead is Molly Holly with 16 votes nice Woo-hoo! Okay, and then the next nomination is for the uh, male, male interview, interview of the year, of the year 2009. Yep. Uh, the hitman Bret Hart, Brutus Magnus, Nick Aldis, Mick Foley, the vintage interview with Michael Cole, uh, rock star Spud of the FWA, and the most recent interview we did with Rob Van Dam. And uh, the hitman, the interview that was five years in the making, yeah. is currently winning with 16 votes. But hot on the heels of that one, this is close actually, mm. Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam is in second place sweet there's five votes splitting Rob Van Dam and the hitman Bret Hart so if you've got a choice there or a preference go and vote at ministryofslam.com exactly uh, so what, what have we still got left we've got uh... we've still got tag team of the year and um, we've got knockout of the year okay. and we've got promotion of the year okay any order you like okay the tag team of the year for mm. 2009 now the lead in this one's changed over the last week I believe it has yeah it has quite substantially so so the nominations go for were it. the British Invasion yep. uh, the Motor City Machine Guns and Beer Money representing TNA mm. Jerry Show The Miz and Morrison and Legacy of representing WWE yeah now up until this past week this was being led by beer money yeah it's now changed and legacy are in the lead Bullshit. 15 yeah <laughs> 15 votes to legacy 10 votes to beer money and then everybody else comes underneath and surprisingly Miz and Morrison have got zero okay I mean they were together for the first part of the year I thought they were good I thought so they were good I threw them in there you did uh, oh, wow. Right, who are we going now? Diva Knockout of the Year. Oh, yes. 2009, my favourite category. Yeah. Uh, the contenders are Maurice, yeah. Beth Phoenix, Tara, Awesome Kong, Alicia Flash, otherwise known as uh, Raisha Saeed and cheerleader Melissa. Uh, One Dirty Bitch. Yeah. Um, Hamada. Yeah. God knows why she's in there, but still. She's awesome. She's They're my awards. <laughs> I'll put her in there if I want. <laughs> You'll cry if you want to as well, yeah, exactly. won't you? And Velvet Sky. Okay. And the winner at the moment is Velvet Sky yeah we love it I agree the one person we didn't put in there of course was Taylor, Taylor Wilde, Wilde. <laughs> she should have been in there though. she's <laughs> awesome and this is the surprising one for me what's that the final nomination is promotion of the year 2009 yeah, yeah. Uh, the nominations are WWE uh, TNA Ring of Honor Dragon Gate Shikara and the UK's own FWA and the surprising thing about this one was it was WWE winning it hmm. and now all of a sudden TNA are now winning and they have 20 votes compared to WWE's 9 sweet now that is a major change he kicked him in the penis yeah TNA figuratively kicked WWE in In the the penis penis. They've, they've got over 55% of the total votes sweet that'd That's be good awesome. now if, um, if, if TNA do win this one uh, we're going to get the certificate printed up and uh, bring it to the Maximum Impact Tour down here in Bournemouth in January mm-hmm. 
and uh, of course Dixie is, is going to be at all of the events and uh, we've got the fan interaction at some point we will get the certificate to Dixie and uh, hopefully get a picture of uh, Ministry of Slam guys with Dixie pre- presenting now that, that would with be fantastic wouldn't it yeah exactly would be fantastic but as we mentioned you still have uh, just over three weeks from tonight to continue voting we will be closing the voting on that last show yes I will okay. be checking the totals of the votes at 7pm on uh, Sunday the 20th of December. Okay, um, I've just been asked who is third and fourth in the promotion of the year. Okay. Now, Shikara is third. Ahead of ROH. Ahead of ROH and Dragon Gate, a joint fourth, and the FWA is in fifth place. Okay. So that's the complete nominations. Now, we're going to go right up, as we said, straight up until December the 20th. Mm. Big year-end show. Uh, so keep your votes coming in. Okay. Although we are keeping a track of what email accounts are being used to set up new members on the forum. So if you are trying to rig the listener vote, uh, don't, because we are keeping an eye on it. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. Shenanigans will not be tolerated. You'll just get an extra vote for actually having the guts to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Now, something I want to touch on. Again, we've been uh, heavily critical on uh, on WWE for stealing our shit. Basically, they've stolen our theme tune. They've stolen uh, creative ideas. Creative ideas from us. They've stolen all sorts of stuff. Another one. This past Monday on Raw. <laughs> how many times over the last ooh, three months have we said that the old school announced teams were the best, and you know, a heel announcer and a the face announcer and the the typical heel color commentary guy and and how it used to be great when we had uh, Vince McMahon and Jesse Ventura on Superstars and Gorilla Monsoon at WrestleMania stuff like that what do they do this week on Monday Night Raw but on the main event Jesse Ventura and Vince McMahon once again on uh, on color commentary and I've got to say I loved it yeah it was awesome uh, and again you know I just want to say hi Vince uh, we know you're listening yeah and we want our royalty checks please Indeed. For all creative ideas that you're taking off the Ministry of Slam. Yeah. Okay. Copyright is pending on any of our ideas. <laughs> As um, of tonight. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everything's going to, everything's going to, that we've said to, on tonight's show, all of these storyline ideas, all of the John Cena Undertaker stuff, that will be what you see happening on WWE TV over the next few months. Pretty much guarantee it. Yeah, you can. It'd be quite interesting to do our WrestleMania preview show saying oh look back in uh, November we predicted this match was going to happen and we predicted this match was going to happen right if they're listening to us that intently okay uh, right <coughs> Andy do you know what I think would be a great idea you know they have these big bands in for Wrestlemania to do the, the official Wrestlemania theme and they yeah. normally perform live at the show what they should have this year is uh, the Teletubbies theme as the theme for Wrestlemania I reckon that is great. That's brilliant. Yeah, say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I really, I really think that is what WWE will do. Yeah, can you imagine it? You know, they'll be in Phoenix, Arizona, on front of the stage, Dipsy, Tinky Winky, <laughs> Lala, and Poe. <laughs> all, da- all dancing with Terry Funk. The Teletubby comes out on impact with long hair. It's Dip- <laughs> Dipsy Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> But yeah, so, so th- that's going to happen now. Uh, any ideas you've got for WWE? Um, you can your phone lines will be open in about ten minutes. Yeah, send them in to Vince Loves MOS at hotmail dot com. <laughs> that email address doesn't exist, by the way. No. It doesn't. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> I've totally lost my train of thought now. Um, right, <sighs> we have over the last uh, few weeks been talking about uh, the new year and what it holds for Ministry of Slam. 
again, you don't know where I'm going with this, or you know what's obviously been happening. You're, you're totally in the loop with everything that's been going on and and the changes we're making to the show oh yeah uh i'm not going to reveal anything here but i just will say to the guys that it has been a very exciting time uh in the ministry of slam studios and um ministry of slam creative and uh the the ideas we've got we've uh you know we're totally revamping the website um many many changes to the show itself uh we're not going anywhere I'm not yeah. going anywhere. Andy's not going anywhere. Despite what people are saying to me on Facebook, I am not leaving the show. Okay? Exactly. Yeah, Andy's not leaving the show. Uh, but yes, there there are going to be noted changes to the show as of uh, our well, well, the beginning of year two. Essentially, it's our first year anniversary show. And what's that? It's the third of January, I believe. It's the third yeah, of January. I think so. Um, we're, we are going to be taking a week off over Christmas time. We, we've got the show on the 20th, uh, the year-end show. Going to be taking a week off the following week, and then we're going to be back. We're back on the 3rd of January. Oh, 3rd of January, yeah, the Sunday. And uh, we've got a couple of guests confirmed. I'm not going to uh, spoil any names <clears> here <throat> at the moment, but uh, basically two of the greatest managers in pro wrestling history will be uh, on our show uh, during the early early months of January. And yeah, a lot of other big names in negotiations at the moment. Uh, you know, oh. for, for those of you who have uh, who have said, "Oh, you haven't had any guests on for a while." Yeah, that's that's true. We're we're heavily focusing now on uh, on 2010. We've uh, you know we've had a year of this show to learn you know what works, what doesn't. We're, we're making some tweaks left, right, and center. And uh, the studio itself is uh, physically changing. Mm. Um, we've got some uh, some new furniture, some new layouts, and and, and lots of new stuff uh, going to be incorporated into that. As from the beginning of 2010, looks a bit like a bomb site in here right now, um, or well, as per usual. But <laughs> it's going to be a big year for us, 2010. Stick with us. Uh, as I say, we, we've got three weeks to go to our year-end show and uh, take Christmas off and come back with year two. They're actually starting in the chat room. Please don't leave, Chant. I'm not leaving. Andy's not leaving. And I'm you're not, not leaving. leaving. We're not leaving, okay? No. Neither of us are leaving, nor are we going on reduced schedules or anything like that. We're still going to be here week in, week out. And the show's having one week off just yeah, so we it. can have turkey. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we, we deserve a week off over Christmas. Uh, I mean, we might, I don't know, see if we can get together and pre-tape something available for download Christmas week or something, but there's yeah, no we'll way something. we're, 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 coming, not, on. we're, we're not not coming on. We're not going on live on, uh, what's it going to be? We're not going live Sunday the 27th of December. No. <laughs> That's not happening. Especially as I am not working on the Monday. We're yeah. not going live. We could, no. go for a, we could go for a beer, though. Yeah, why not? We'll do that instead. Yeah. We'll yeah. not go for a beer. Yeah, we yeah. don't get to do Sunday nights. So, that'll be cool. We don't. Right. Now, also, another thing to point out. Go in on. January yeah. 2010 is Maximum Impact. Yes. The UK tour. Yep. And we're going to be there. We are. Uh, we're going to be at Fan Interaction. And we're also going to be at the live show as well. Now, tickets are still available for Bournemouth. Mm. And if any of you guys want to come down to Bournemouth, we will be holding the meet and greet. We will be, yes. Uh, anyone who wants to meet up with us at, uh, at Bournemouth, let us know. Uh, send an email along to studio at ministryofslam.com. We're, we're still sort of uh, waiting to arrange times and, and places and things like that, but uh, I think we're going to be there for the majority of the day. I mean, it's only five minutes away from uh, where we live. So I've already got the day off work. Yeah, yeah, th that's all sorted on, on my part as well. Um, Thanks, Shelley. <laughs> so that's, that, that's going to be happening in, in January, and... Um, yeah, sweet. Send us an email. We'll meet up there and, uh, yeah, we'll go see some TNA. Yeah, sounds good. Right, okay. 
So we'll look at some news. Yeah, let's look at some news. Now, something we've uh, another thing we've said about WWE. Again, this is another thing that's been stolen from us. We said they had too many goddamn pay-per-views. They're having them every three oh, weeks. Right. Um, what they need to do is have a break from pay-per-views. They need to stop having so many pay-per-views all in uh, in a row, or one after the other. They need to have some breathing space. Andy, what's happening? They are taking seven weeks off following TLC. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. But I tell you what, this is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Because they're still going to do the same amount of um, shows that they do for over the 12 months. But it's going to be very interesting to see how they build the storylines. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, without the big blow-off, you know, um, pay-per-views to, uh, you know, finalise feuds. I mean, what what happened with Saturday Night's main event? I know they pretty much cancelled it. Is it still up in the it's air? Cancelled. It's cancelled. It's gone. It's totally they do gone. the odd NBC special, but they're only mm. going to be like... The last NBC special they did was the replay of WrestleMania. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. I think they dropped the ball with that. They could really have done a bit more. Um, the problem is they can't do anything different on Saturday Night's main event that they would do A on Raw or B on a pay per view. And there's pay per views every three weeks. So the problem is, though, that they have too many TV shows yeah. for Saturday Night's main event to be special. Mm. And if they're going to do that, then they need to make Saturday Night's main event um, a pay per view. Yeah. You exactly. know, cut one of the pay per views and turn it into a Saturday night's main event yeah because all they're doing is rehashing the same matches that they got on the pay-per-view anyway I mean yeah put it on put it on free TV every other month you have a Saturday night's main event just a two hour show do you know what it could be go on could be WWE's version of Clash of the Champions yeah, exactly take it back to the old in your house sort of style I mean that's what it was you'd have your big four your Raw Rumble your Wrestlemania SummerSlam and Survivor Series in the months in between that you'd have I mean it started off as uh, you'd have an in your house event which were pay-per-views but they're only two hours long yep. they weren't quite as high in prestige as the rest of them but then they sort of bumped them all up to be the same level as you know the the, the other big they four they felt like a Monday Night Raw but on a Sunday exactly or, yeah. or a Smackdown or something and it was uh, you know some matches that did have a big build to them mm. uh, but uh, again I mean at least limit it to that and, and have them as, as specials rather than big pay-per-view events see, yeah I'd love to see like Night of Champions which we talked about on Access be an in your head in your head in your house <laughs> in type your head of com. yeah sorry um, <laughs> quick plug <laughs> for another show um, be uh, being in your house event because there's something about them that makes the big pay-per-views like SummerSlam and Wrestlemania just feel that more important yeah but it won't happen because WWE are charging 60 bucks now in the States for a pay-per-view too money grabbing orientated on yeah but what we will say is we mentioned it very quickly last week the mm. new WWE deal has been signed in the UK yeah now we are going to be getting superstars Yay. which we already thought about <laughs> it doesn't bother us because I think we've watched superstars every week anyway <coughs> Torrance yeah pretty much um, and also the fact that we're going to get another WWE recap show this week in WWE <laughs> which is called Experience isn't it uh, yeah something like that yeah do you know how many listeners or how many viewers they're going to get zero point zero where is that from National Lampoon's Animal House I thought it was <laughs> the thing is it's the first time you played it it sounded like Patrick Stewart <laughs> yeah it does a bit Captain Picard Captain Picard um, Brian Danielson is bypassing FCW and coming straight onto the main WWE roster it looks as though it's going to be ECW we've called that for months yes that he was going to go to ECW mm. um, straight into a feud with Chris Daniel oh uh, Chris Daniels with um, Christian for <laughs> fuck's sake straight into a feud with Christian and then I'll tell you what will happen Brian Danielson will be the new um, 
ECW champion. Great. And then move Christian over to bloody SmackDown. <sighs> move Danielson over to SmackDown. No, Danielson, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No? No, I'd keep him ECW. Let him earn he's, his stripes. He's too good for ECW. But let him earn his stripes for a while. Bear in mind, he's been working Ring of Honor. Mm, yeah. And they're a completely different style of working to Vince. But then again, if, if uh, WWE been looking at TNA and seen how well McGuinness has gone in, right headline. Oh, they must be kicking themselves yeah. big time for that. I mean, match of the year at the last TNA pay-per-view. Completely. With, uh, completely. with Angle. One of the top five pay-per-view matches of 2009. And something I heard was um, Angle, apparently four or five minutes into the match, uh, suffered a back injury and basically couldn't feel his bottom half for the majority of that match. Really? Uh, yeah, and couldn't move his legs properly. He couldn't tell. And still had match of the year. Wow. So there you go. And if you look at this past week's impact, uh, again, Angle... Uh, featured quite heavily in there had a great match with Robert Roode uh, but he was significantly hunched over and yeah. uh, looked as though he was favouring his back that um, was one of the TV matches of the year though. oh yeah yeah there was Robert that Roode. one uh, where Angle Roode Angle AJ Styles yeah. on impact that was brilliant um, but yeah anything Angle touches at the moment turns to gold but I, that's how long, with an injury how long honestly can you see that guy still going I'm hoping when Hogan comes in in whatever capacity he comes in at uh, in the new year I'm hoping that something will happen that leads to Kurt taking some time off Yeah. even if it's just uh, a month two months just something so he can relax you know some R&R he looks like shit basically um, I mean he's not been doing the typical wrestler thing of you know keeping himself completely clean shaven and the tanning and all that kind of thing he's very pasty he's always got stubble on his face and on his head and he's lost a bit of weight and he just doesn't look mm. he doesn't look well at the moment um, so some time off Wrangler I think would be great as I say even if it's just a month or a month or two or even three months mm. just to I mean you've got the new people coming in you've got um Desmond Wolf ready-made storyline Desmond Wolf takes out Kurt Angle eliminates him you know keep him off TV for do a little while do you think that Danielson I mean we've been talking about Danielson going to ECW but do you think this dude should have gone to TNA instead yes because I reckon seriously I mean I like Danielson but mm. to me he's not as good as everybody makes him out to be great worker yeah it's but he, to me he's not WWE material no promos aren't as good and, and <clears> especially with uh, WWE of course it's, it's a lot very much about the look mm. and Danielson doesn't look like a, a WWE, WWE superstar, superstar. Uh, he'd fit in TNA perfectly because um, I reckon but, he's going to get buried uh, and yeah, the I same so. will be the same for the Briscoes because they've had a tryout yeah, yeah. they're going to be invited back the one thing that I wanted to touch on earlier on we were talking about Survivor Series mm. and like the, the previous Survivor Series incarnations yeah, yeah. do you remember if, when they first started out mm. and they had the five tag teams yeah, eliminations 10 on each team yeah and I was thinking wouldn't it be great if WWE brought that back and then I sat there thinking <laughs> they've they like got any tag, tag teams, teams. <laughs> but then I sat there and thought TNA and mm -hmm. TNA could have done the tag team you know yeah. elimination match because mm. they've got the teams with Danielson though I mean I am getting back to Danielson I've mm. gone a long way but with Danielson Ring of Honor is a different kettle of fish to the WWE mm. you know that's kind of like saying FWA 1PW 1PW shit FWA is good if you look at it from a, a UK perspective yeah or I don't know, but he's not going to survive. And that's why putting him on ECW, to me, yeah. is the best move. Putting him onto Raw, he would get lost. Putting him onto SmackDown, he would get crucified. Mm. I mean, it, I mean, even Kurt Angle. If you took the Kurt Angle now from TNA, who's best wrestler in the world yeah. at the moment, 
uh, in my opinion. Again, don't blast me in the chat room. That's my opinion. Which you're entitled uh, to. You move him over to WWE and him in, you know, with the stubble on his head, the stubble on his face, lost a bit of weight. Um, He's you lost know, a lot of weight lately. Yeah. Uh, pale as anything. Again, he doesn't look like a WWE superstar. He looks like he's on his way out. Exactly. But again, this guy is, at the moment, okay, I'll say one of, but in my opinion, best wrestler in the world. I do and reckon with um, with Angle, they need to cut his amount of ring time down Yeah. and only put him out on pay-per-views. Yeah, I mean... Because he won't I last say, just, six months. I, I would just think of, of giving him a complete couple of months off, eight weeks off, um, you know, do an Angle, injure him, take him off TV, <laughs> and just let him totally relax, let him yeah. heal, let him you know just relax and, and sort himself out you know easy money's put in our chat room that danielson is the best in the world do you know what he he might be classed as the best in the world but vince runs by a different rule book he's the best wrestler in the world but is he a good wwe superstar no that's what we need to be talking see, about right now and that's just it vince has a completely different playbook he mm. does what he wants whatever vince mcmahon thinks is good for vince mcmahon totally and danielson has been signed for him not to go to tna yeah and that's what they tried to do with Nigel, but that Nigel didn't, didn't do happen. It. Yeah, and now look at him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got McGuinness. Uh, I say McGuinness. Uh, Desmond, Desmond Wolf, Wolf. The literally one of the headliners now at TNA. Very weird. Awesome Very guy. weird the way it's awesome happened. Guy. Do you know what I'm looking forward to on our on our end of year show? Go on. Is is your review? I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. Because so much has really happened. Yeah in 2009 mm. it's been a really a monumental year it has I mean it, it was starting out to be the year of deaths in wrestling wasn't it again again yeah uh, there were a lot of people that we lost early on in the year but uh, I mean thankfully I mean obviously we heard about the uh, the Pillman death uh, this past week and again wishes uh, best wishes to go out to the family um, and ironic that it was that family that it happened to mm. um, but as, as far as again touch wood uh, and not to diminish that but mainstream wrestlers yeah we haven't had anything for a while no and and thank god really because it was getting to the point of you hated turning on the web mm. to find out who was dying one thing um i do want to do yeah. very quickly and i talked to you about this before we went off yeah um friday night news came out of a, a british independent yes, wrestler absolutely um called nick um nick barley, called nick barley. Nick yeah barley, sorry yeah. now nick was involved in a match in a local independent promotion here in the uk mm. and unfortunately he was involved in a maneuver that's meant to represent a styles clash yeah now the move went horribly wrong mm. and unfortunately nick has now been paralyzed yeah um, as a result of the of the accident mm. that's what it was now former tsc uh, correspondent dan reed broke the news on facebook yeah and he's been following it very closely we've met nick a couple of times we don't know nick very well but i don't think it matters if you know the guy or if you don't know the guy what i want to do and i know you as well mm. just want to send our best wishes out to nick if you do listen to this you know can't say speedy recovery but good luck in the best and I'm really sorry thing is at the moment I, th I think you, you mentioned uh, they, they rushed him straight into hospital he had immediate surgery which unfortunately didn't go to plan it, it didn't um, you know didn't bring any feeling back uh, below below the neck yeah. I mean these days with the sort of technologies and things that they've got who knows with therapies and things like that I mean 
fingers crossed that you know there might be a way forward and, and maybe get some feeling back over the course of time and exactly um, I mean you know people like the, the Christopher Reeve Foundation yeah uh, I mean initially I mean him himself he was paralysed from the neck down and eventually he did start to get some small movement back I mean again not being negative but it's the last we're going to see him in the ring yes but I mean if what we'd ideally like to see is you know him get all of these all the faculties back and maybe you know get up out of a wheelchair and walk around again that's the thing that a lot of people forget and I'm not trying to I don't want to turn this into like a preaching thing about the disabled I mean everybody knows that you know my dad was ill and and disabled but Mm. the one thing that everybody forgets when you, you hear about a paraplegic is the fact that that's it they're finished yeah but they're not because even though your faculties and your faculties are intact yeah it's your limbs and your body that's knackered Mm. and there isn't any reason why six months 12 months down the line when nick has got accustomed to what his life is now going to be like and it's going to be a very big adjustment for nick Mm. why he can't do a commentator's role or why he can't do an analyst role. Exactly. Why he can't do something to do with the website, like what Droz does on, on WWE.com. Mm. There isn't any reason why he has to um, lose something that he loves, and that's being a part of the wrestling business. You you learn to adapt. And, you know, yeah, Slum's put in the chat room, I hope they put on a tribute show. You know what? So do I. Yeah. Because he might not have been the most well-known guy. If it was Martin Stone or you know don't wish it on anybody but god forbid doug williams or anybody like that yeah it would have been headline news and it it shouldn't be that way it should be the same for every guy Mm. so his life isn't over he can adapt to it but it's going to take a hell of a long time for him to get used to it and you don't want to wish that on any single person no no not at all and again uh just i mean we could speculate about this left right and center really like but yeah um bottom line best wishes go out to uh to to him and and of course his family friends and everyone who's uh who's got to deal with this on a on a personal level but um it's one of those things we all know the risks i mean we're we sit here every week saying oh that pay-per-view was shit he didn't jump off the top rope and do a triple somersault and land on him it was boring and yet but every time these guys do it sounds um you know uh stereotypical when you see the wwe don't try this at home thing but Mm. again these guys do put their lives on the line every time and we should you know at times especially thanksgiving sort of time you know be thankful that we've got that you know thousands of people around the world that are willing to put on wrestling shows and risk their lives just to entertain us and we sit here behind our computers and slag it off yeah you know be thankful for that we've got wrestling to watch for Christ's sake yeah it puts it all into perspective really doesn't it It we can all sit here and bitch about what our lives are like and and everything else but we've still got our life and we still do what we enjoy and we still do this and we're not in the ring and they give life and soul so full credit to every single person exactly and best wishes uh, yeah again uh, back out to Nick and his family family. yeah Yeah. now before we open the phone lines yeah before we open the phone lines Terry Funk being spit roasted there we go just to lighten the mood there is <laughs> bastard there is one thing we need to clarify go on last week yes. we read a report that uh, TNA yeah had signed l- legendary British diva Soraya Knight mm. now in regard to a report that TNA has signed British women's wrestler Sweet Soraya the wrestling observer slash figure four online uh, is reporting that is now false mm. uh, the strange thing is that the original source for the report was actually Wrestling Observer Figure 4 Online. Bullshit. So uh, they fucked up. Yeah. What the fuck? There you go. 
So Sweet Soraya is not joining TNA. I Which reckon is, that's a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. I don't think just, she would have just been... Just from a, a mental point of view and her view of women's wrestling. She would have been great backstage as an yeah. agent. Road agent for the women's division. I know Absolutely Scott Demore's doing it now, but, you know, Soraya thrown in there as well yeah, would be completely. great. But what I will say, TNA, if you listen to this or we ever get to speak to Dixie at mm. Maximum Impact, sign Jetta. Oh, Christ, yeah. Please bring Jetta in. Brilliant, yeah. I see some of our stuff in Shimmer and uh, back in the old RQW great stuff yeah absolutely great stuff right we're going to take a very quick commercial break and we're going to be back with uh, your calls you can uh, get it ready loaded up in your system uh, 020 or TSC Lee 1 on Skype we'll be back with your calls right after this This is Nigel McGinnis, Spring of Honor World Champion and the best wrestler in the world. You're listening to Ministry of Slam. So stay tuned, you slag. From the depths of poverty. Looking back on it, man, we had nothing. If I don't do something about this, my son's going to either end up dead or in prison. And a troubled youth. People kept getting shot in my front yard. I was in a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. To arriving on the grandest stage. I already had in my mind that this is what I wanted to do. Batista is the new heavyweight champion of the world! Witness the evolution of the animal with Batista. I walk alone. This three-disc DVD showcases a side of Batista we've never seen before. Plus, over seven hours of Batista's greatest matches and revealing interviews with those who helped put the animal on his path to domination. There are things about me you don't know. Things I've seen, things I've done, things I've kept to myself until now. Batista, I walk alone. Experience the evolution now. I need a domain name. You need a domain name? The boss needs one for the office softball team. Well, then he's going to want a website, email, photo sharing the works. So what are you going to do? Visit GoDaddy.com. Get everything you need fast for less than $1 a month. Candace, put your clothes back on. They stepped out of the squared circle and started a revolution. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Okay, we're back with more Ministry of Slam, and uh, we've got a call already, I believe. We do, and I'm just connecting now. Azina Masa, welcome to MOS. Hello, everybody. So, this is not a conspiracy, I see. No, you've not been future endeavoured this week, mate, alright? <laughs> okay, because I thought with all the madness around streamies, uh, someone might have paid you, uh, paid you and stuff. Well, uh, we wouldn't accept it, we're not, we're not for sale. Price did offer me money, but he hasn't sent me the cheque for it yet, so... <laughs> Until it's cleared. Yeah. <laughs> you know. PayPal Price. is recommended. How could you, Irish brother? How could you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. What do you think of uh, Survivor Series? I was pleasantly surprised. I think that's the I same was, for a lot of people. I mean, first of all, TNA surprised us uh, 
with excellent pay-per-view week before than Gen Survivor Series. Wow. I yeah. guess wrestling world isn't going to shit for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, wrestling is far from dead. I mean, I think there's there's all things that, that we want to change about wrestling, but I think they're all starting to get back on track now. Uh, TNA obviously making big moves and, and WWE are now reacting to it and realizing that they've got a, they have actually got some legitimate competition and they need to step up their game uh, now. And we're, we're thankfully uh, getting, getting, the, or getting to reap the benefits mm. and, and see some good stuff. I really hope so. I mean, and I loved how new guys got over in Survivor Series. Yeah. I didn't expect Seamus to be the sole survivor, and uh, the winner. I didn't expect uh, Miz team to go over. Mm. I'm glad they did. I, I, I saw it, expected Miz, but about Seamus, I was very surprised. Yeah. What about the following night on Raw, though, Azzy, when uh, Seamus won the breakthrough Battle Royal? That was also very. I mean, they're behind him. Uh, Paul, I mean, Triple H uh, said in some interview that he trains together with Sheamus, so that explains everything, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gotta be good friends with the dude who fucks Boss's daughter. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. is true. Oh, I wish I was fucking the Boss's daughter. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, not Ricky. Don't want to fuck Ricky. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. no. Right. <laughs> I loved how the Escobar uh, turned on her on SmackDown. Yeah, that was quite funny. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> Nova close to Edge with all the wheelchair madness, but still pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you've got to love wrestling. You've got yes, to love but wrestling. CM Punk, I don't know. I love his promos. Uh, the one without Ruth, uh, Ruth was not so good, but CM Punk really nailed it and then this week with Festus uh, th that storyline had been rumored for quite some time wasn't it yeah it, I, I, I don't know it, I, I'm not sure what they're doing with CM Punk I mean obviously the, the Festus thing has happened um, it seems to me like CM Punk is slowly sliding back down the ladder and, and they're they're looking to replace people like CM Punk with the people like uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus and, and uh, CM Punk seems to be moving back down into an upper mid card sort of uh, sort of role. It wouldn't surprise me to see him in some kind of feud with someone like uh, Morrison or Our Truth. Yeah, or so, yeah. That's that's it. Those sort of people, I think, uh, is the way forward for CM Punk now, at least for a while. Yes, I know that. Uh, I have an idea, but uh, that would never work. But uh, what if they want to build him to win the Money in the Bank for the third time? I know it's uh, totally ridiculous, but uh, there is some logic in that. He again. He won a title after his first money in the bank, hmm. and he slid back. He won it the second time. He again slid back. So maybe they want to make him like this uh, guy who can only win uh, with help money in the bank or something. Yeah, I mean that's a similar sort of uh, gimmick to to what Edge had. I mean, you know, Edge has got the the ultimate opportunist. If someone's already beaten up, he'll, he'll somehow insert himself into the match and win titles that way. But yeah, I mean, build that into the CM Punk character that he. Uh, the best way of him getting championships is winning the money in the bank and again taking advantage of situations like that to to win the belt. It'd give a different spin on the character, definitely. Yes, and I watched some CM Punk for the Model H recently, mm. and man, was he good on Mike even back then. Yeah, when he his feud against Raven, mm. I love Raven. To be, uh, he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but, but CM Punk came very close to him. Oh, he really yeah. was great in that program. Exactly. I mean, then now you know why I, for so long, was calling for CM Punk to go heel. Because as as a 
his promos as a heel were absolutely awesome in, in ROH and he came into WWE and he was a face and it, it just wasn't the same he was all smiles and happy all the time and that just wasn't the same CM Punk and he, he's turned heel now in, in WWE he's been a heel for a while and he's he's got shades of that ROH CM Punk now and, and it is showing and he, he is good he's very good as a heel and one sad that they wasted Colt Caban. They could have the United Second City Saints. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That would have been brilliant. But again, it, Vince doesn't like stealing ideas. Well, he says he doesn't like stealing ideas <coughs> from anywhere else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been done in ROH, so he won't do it in WWE. We just had a little bit of breaking news coming in. I'm intrigued to see what you guys think. Mick Foley has named his new book. Okay. It's called Countdown to Lockdown. Okay, it's interesting. For Christ's sake, why do you plug your pay-per-views on a fucking book title? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So presumably that... Um, was Lockdown where he won the title from Sting? Yeah, I think so. It was that pay-per-view. Uh, he's put on his uh, MySpace page. Mick Foley, get onto Facebook, please. Mm. Uh, as some of you know, I will have a new book coming out in early fall 2010 titled Countdown to Lockdown. The book is largely finished. I just have to finish... I just have to write two last chapters in the next few weeks. I'm a pretty tough judge of my own book. He's also going to be doing uh, a TNA blog on the new website, uh, and he's putting a chapter in there called Name Dropping, which is not in the book. Okay, sweet. It's going to be out in fall 2010. <laughs> I like only his first book. Yeah, yeah, very good book. His initial biography was... Uh, yes, they was and they kind of went downhill afterwards, though. Mm, they did. And talking about this and about uh, biographies, I don't read books. I usually listen to them in audio format. Yeah. And so far, the only other I could have found was the latest audio, uh, the old West Babylon story of Amy Juma. Oh yeah, which yeah. Which quite good. At first, I like I liked it as a character uh, in the beginning. Mm. I didn't uh, uh, so much enjoy her with with Edge, you know, with all the life sex shit and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> I loved her book. Has uh, she really told about how he start how she started in Mexico and all? And I think that's a very good book to read for all the female listeners of the show, because it really who want maybe to get involved in wrestling, because it really shows nuts and bolts of how to get started. Exactly. I mean, the the problem you've got in it with a lot of these things is they talk about how they break into the business, but by the time that book has been released, those channels have normally closed. I mean, people like Foley traveling the roads in the Indies uh in in the u.s it, it's a, a lot different now than it was when he started and um sometimes it's not a great pattern to follow and it's, it's impossible to do it that way but lita i mean she went down to mexico as you say and yes. and sort of tagged on with those guys and uh, and breaking through the independent scene so yeah nice nice book there that is and maybe you know any other audio books on wrestling because I do. I I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Like now, I'm going through Tom Clancy uh, collection. Now I'm listening. I guess fifth book in the though. They're fucking long. They're about <laughs> thirty hours each. Ouch! Is that the abridged or the unabridged? Unabridged. Okay. I don't enjoy abridged versions. <laughs> no, the abridged ones kind of lose out a little bit. Yes, I mean I listen to Star Trek abridged version. Yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah, that's because well. the unabridged was like twelve hours or something. <laughs> what? Which version? What book? The unabridged one was like 12 hours or something for the new Star oh, Trek movie. Geez. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That, exactly. That one. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, I'll just plug myself. Anybody who listens to this show and has not yet registered to Ministry of Slam forums, please go and register. Then press on the forums that stream is 2009 and listen to the Fear of the And please vote as Aziz Snowmarsa. It will be much appreciated. You will get no rewards. 
but I know you all love me, so please goddamn vote <laughs> or I will turn heel on all of you. Thing is, you, you need the votes because you're kind of doing really bad. Yes, and why am I <laughs> plugging myself right now? Because you're doing really bad. Exactly. There we go. Really bad. Because con uh, as conspiracy theorists say, you didn't let me on the air last week. <laughs> oh, it wasn't our fault. We just had too many calls. That that's my story oh. anyway. Yeah, and, and I and I. My uh, problem now is it. <laughs> well, Azzy, it's been great talking to you. <laughs> But yes, my, my benefactors are calling You will never in. silence the, the, the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Azzy, until next week. We'll speak to you next week, buddy. Oh, he's is, gone. Is he gone? I think he, so. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, right, top or middle? Uh, Dano, you, your, your choice. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we today? We are doing well. How are you? What, why I'm really glad to hear you're doing very well, sirs. I'm glad to hear this. <laughs> and I just defended all the Dutch or Welsh or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what I am trying to say. <laughs> oh, no, man, nah. Oh, oh the hell hell started. Why I am on like... Oh, no. Oh, God, don't go Geordie. <laughs> no no offence to any Geordies, but please don't go Geordie. Yeah. It's worse than Liverpool. No, no Geordies were hurt in the making of this radio. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, not bad, not bad. About yourself, yeah, well, we're all right. We're all right. Yeah, we're we've had a good show, I think. Yes, it's an hour happy. talking about Survivor Series, but we had a good show. Mm. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I didn't even watch Survivor Series. I have to say that I uh, thoroughly enjoyed the Angle Rude match on Impact. That it was, was brilliant. a thoroughly enjoyable yeah. match, ranked right up there with the Morrison Mysterio match. Yeah, it was absolutely awesome. Again, if, if you haven't seen it, check it out on Impact this past week. They did the uh, Thanksgiving mm -hmm. Championship Tournament series. or something series. Yeah, the TCS. Uh, TCS, that's right. TNA Championship Series or yeah, something weird yeah. like that. Uh, and it was great. Yeah, uh, Robert Roode <laughs> made it all the way through to the finals and uh, put on some great matches. Do you know what? I've got a friend of mine who um, who I work with who doesn't like TNA, doesn't rate the the program. Mm. Um, and I popped into the office yesterday. Yeah, on the way home and actually told me he enjoyed watching TNA so uh, if, if my mate enjoys watching that TNA broadcast and he hates TNA they should have done a good show and I can't hear because I haven't got my headphones on there you go yeah that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's better <laughs> I forgot about that yeah it does help doesn't it say <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the whole Morrison Mysterio match that Fendo was talking about and you mentioned about Ray's knee earlier. Yeah. Dur during the Belfast show the other weekend, I could see no visible signs, and Vindro backed this up, of Mysterio, you know, favouring his knee or anything, because him and Morrison put on a hell of a clinic. Well, again, I mean, he's <clears throat> he didn't look to be limping or anything during the Survivor Series match, but, I mean, I know... He's. I mean, he said he's had problems. He's limited his style. He's not quite as high flying as he has been. I mean, his whole WWE stint. He hasn't been as high flying as uh, when he was uh, in WCW and and ECW. But uh, again, I mean, the last what six months, I think. Again, he's he's come down another level and he's not quite so high flying. He's still quick. Uh, he still does a lot of innovative stuff, but he's he's not as uh, not as high flying as he used to be. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's he didn't look to be uh, really favouring the knee, as you say. So I don't know. Maybe it's just an underlying sort of problem. Contract dispute. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say about the breakthrough stuff that was on Raw. Yeah. Now, yeah. obviously, there was a lot of people there, you know, like Seamus and what have you. 
I take it they don't classify the ECW belt as a championship belt since Jack title. Swagger and Mark Henry were there and had won the ECW belt, whereas John Morrison, who had also won the ECW belt, was not in it. Mm. Yeah, and you also, and yeah, there was no one from ECW actually in the breakthrough match either. Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was very odd that, you know, they've classified, you know, they said, right, anyone who hasn't won a World Heavyweight Championship, which technically would the ECW Championship not be. Because they did call it a World Championship for a very short period of time. Yeah, yeah it's now just then, the ECW crap silver belt. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just more annoying than the fact that, you know, there was no, like, Shelton Benjamin and there was no um, John Morrison, you know, there was no people that you actually thought... Actually, you know, to see them and you know, see John Morrison against Shelton Benjamin would have been a good match to have. But I still think um, Christian versus Shelton is going to be one of the highlights. I think of the TLC. Definitely, definitely. I think that the problem with Shelton is he's he's never really had the opportunity. He's uh, he always has his, uh, his his signature spots that he does in the Money in the Bank match every single year. But that seems to be the highlight for Shelton, and he's. He's put in these lower carb matches, and he doesn't get the opportunity to do it. But with Christian, Christian's not the best in the world, but he's he's solid. He can do it when it counts. Uh, so I think with with Shelton, I mean, hopefully the two of them will be able to put off, uh, you know, pull off a, a really good match. I mean, either that is going to be a complete clusterfuck. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the one thing I think about Shelton is I think the A are actually giving them him another wee chance. Yeah, because I notice it as well. You know, he's working with Christian. The whole idea behind Christian Regal being on ECW is to help promote the young talent. Mm. And again, another thing we noticed in the Belfast show was Shelton teaming with Goldust, another veteran. Yeah. So yeah. it looks maybe like they're saying, here, you know, go out there, see how he does with the veterans, see if he, you know, if they can light a spark within him again. But they've only started pushing him since his lookalike Coco Beware was in the Hall of Fame. Well, you never know. <laughs> Illegi illegitimate father anybody <laughs> the thing is though I, d I don't get why it's on TLC they're just doing it in a ladder match wasn't the whole point of TLC to be in TLC main event this is going to be another hell in the cell where we're going to have you know three matches that constitute TLC I mean how the hell is a chair match going and to work who the hell, what the hell is the chair match about has there actually ever been one on WWE television I think what they have to do they, they both get a chair and they sit down and they stare at each other in the middle of the ring uh, but they're both sat opposite each other on chairs yeah. and they stare at each other until one yeah. of them falls off their chair thing is I'll tell you what this is going to be the order of the TLC main event okay go on John Cena versus she uh, Sheamus for a tables match yeah then it'll be Christian versus Shelton Benjamin in a ladder match you see where I'm going with this yeah then it'll mm. be Batista versus The Undertaker in a chair match mm. and then it'll be DX versus Jerry Show in a TLC match you see where I'm going with that alright yeah, the 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 yeah that's very good but do you know I'm what they're going to do with the Batista versus Undertaker match? Go on, scrap it. They're just, they're just <laughs> if only. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're both going to just run at each other with a chair and just knock each other out at the same time. Just fall flat. And oh, and speaking of which, Lee, whenever you were saying about Batista's mom, doesn't, yeah. it, doesn't she look like a really old leader? She looks like a hooker. Jesus, that's, do you know, that, that could be right. Yeah, she does look like an old leader. Yeah. She looks awful. She, she's just like a, a reject from the 70s, and she, her, her style hasn't evolved from there. She's still got like the long hair and dresses like a hippie, and she's. Yeah. You just, if you're going to pick out of a lineup of 20 women which one was Batista's yeah, mum, yeah. you would not pick this woman. The thing is, when you said she didn't exactly look 
like anything. I kind of thought you were exaggerating. I put it on this morning and went, what the bloody hell is that? <laughs> this is... Well, you didn't have a hangover then. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine she goes down to the supermarket and is like, do you know who my son is? No, who's, who's your son? WWE superstar Batista. No, you're full of shit, love. Sorry. Yeah, There's bugger no off, Dave way. Batista's well, not no, WWE superstar. Probably, probably the correct app should probably go, yeah, my son's Dave Batista of WWE fame. And everybody go, who? <laughs> Bearing in mind, she's a great grandmother now. <laughs> I know what's scary. Like, <laughs> Gran- Grandpa Dave is actually a true fact. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, yeah, if you if you watch that DVD, we uh, aired the ad for it earlier. Check it out; it's uh, very revealing for uh, the background of Batista. You're right, though; he does mumble all the way through well, that he does DVD. He doesn't half mumble like I flipping had to force myself to watch through some parts of the DVD. Good enough documentary on it, but oh, yeah. it's the mumbling's a wee bit annoying. Yeah, I kind of put the sound up to forty-five just so I could actually hear what he was saying. <laughs> it's like it's like with uh, Dustin on. Uh, uh, Goldust on um, the Dusty Dust- Rhodes one. DVD. He's like, oh, I don't know, my <laughs> starts crying. You're like, what are you saying? I need subtitles here. <laughs> right. Well, we'll let you go out on, guys, because I'm sure Dan and some other people are probably trying to phone through. I suspect so. Anything that- to say about the streamies? Yeah. Stop making fake accounts. Exactly. You'll- your lies will find you out, so you're in trouble, Price. Why does he always have to point the joke at me? Because you're currently in the lead. What's the big whoop about that? I don't care. <laughs> it's just all these these totally independent listeners are uh, joining the forums and voting for for Alan just just out of the goodness of their hearts. I think. Yes. Exactly. People love me, and they seem to love. <laughs> oh God! And on that, and on that, see ya. <laughs> we got the mic. I know. We got another call coming through. Jesus we got, Christ! I we think. got two coming through. Just pick one. Welcome to Ministry. I've got no idea who it is. I'll just pick the name randomly. It always seems to happen to me. It's Spanner. It's Spanner. How Hello, you doing, mate? That's three times I've called in, and three times it's just been dip, dip, do. You just pick mate, so... That, that, that's good. That's you a just, positive You should thing. feel honoured that you've got a hat trick of dip, dip, do. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, mate? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? We're awesome. Doing good. I'm intrigued to see, hear your thoughts on Survivor Series. You said uh, y- you had some thoughts. Yeah. Right. As much as I love the main event, I, I, I'm not a big Cena fan, but that that super kick right at the beginning was like the most epic moment in WWE history. <laughs> it I, was I, good. Even um, Striker Mark Tell, did you hear him on commentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was good. I mean, it, it's something so. I think it, just because it's, it was unexpected, it totally came out of left field. Uh, and again, we've always said it. That's what we want in wrestling. We want to be surprised and shocked and. The, again that just did come out of absolutely nowhere um, and yeah everyone loved it great bit of uh, great bit of storytelling I was a bit gutted though because you know right because you know, cause Survivor Series was in Washington wasn't it yeah um, you know who else is from Washington apart from Batista oh I was going to say Batista uh, go on who else Brian Danielson is he oh of course oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and no because Shawn Michaels trained him didn't he yeah, in the uh, uh, Shawn Michaels Wrestling Academy. Yeah, I thought that would have been an epic way for him to debut if he if he if he had helped Shawn Michaels win the title in that main event. Although having said that, isn't uh, TLC in San Antonio? Yeah, it is. It's in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah so, so maybe there we, we go. could get a Danielson involvement. Yeah, yeah, it could be interesting. Interesting to see. Yeah, I was. I'm intrigued. We were talking about Danielson in WWE earlier on. Do you think he's going to get um, used properly or not? Um, 
I'm not the biggest Danielson fan, so I really don't care. I mean, it'll be all right on ECW because they'll get some matches, good matches with um, Regal and Christian. Yeah, yeah. Not what alignment is going to be. I mean, my opinion, he's always been a he's a great wrestler, but not so much a sports entertainer. I just still think he's got a personality. Well, that that's the that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, he can put on the matches, but again, without the uh, the promo skills and without the right look, I think he's he is going to struggle. Whereas in TNA, he might have been uh, you know utilized a little bit better, and uh, you know who who knows? We'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Luke Gallows? <laughs> I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> yeah, it's really? not good. I, th- I thought it was all right. At least he didn't have that stupid bell gimmick now. Yeah, I mean, at least they've <laughs> at least they've given him something to do. I mean, put it that way. It's he's given him something to do. This is his fourth gimmick. Is it? Yeah. yeah. He's done. He was the. He was fake Kane. He was the freaking Deacon. Oh, of course. Yeah, I forgot about freaking Deacon. Yeah. He yeah. was Festus, and now he's Luke Gallows. Yeah. I don't even recall the freaking Deacon. What? I, he made one appearance, I think. Yeah, I think so. Because um, everyone was like, "Who is the fake Kane guy?" And it's always oh, this freaking Deacon guy. And it was all around about the same time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, kind of like the spin-off. They they brought in the fake Kane in, then they unveiled him as the freaking Deacon. Then he got released and went back to OVW, and the freaking Deacon was a big character in OVW. And then he just came back as Festus. Mm, very odd. Just release Jesse now and Festus. And yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Cool. I think you should give. Luke a chance to see how he go, get, see how he gets on without this stupid gimmick. Do you know, he's just an, a regular character now, and he's not a deacon or a fake imposter or anything, is it? So exactly, yeah, he is his own character. He's not sort of p- trying to push a gimmick. Um, so yeah, I mean, well, give him a chance, see how it goes. I give it a month, and then it'll be released. <laughs> You've got no faith in creative, have you? No, none at all. No, I didn't think you did. Absolutely none at all. Okay, mate, we're, uh, we're going to let you go. We've got a couple more people trying to get through. So uh, thanks very much for your call. We'll talk to you next week. All right, Andrew, catch you later. All right, cheers, cheers buddy. Mate. Thanks Bye. very much. Okay, now we've had Zach trying to call in. We've had about three other people trying to call in. We'll take one more call, shall That's we? That's it. The next person who calls in will go on air. After that, That's it. No one. Yeah. <laughs> awesome and we've got some good views coming in tonight I we mean, have. on the whole I think people enjoy Survivor Series yeah uh, and uh, you know WWE of course we've been very critical of their creative uh, direction over the last uh, over the last well couple of years really but you know Survivor Series seems to have been you know more positive than negative so hopefully they're going in a good direction in the run up to Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania it's going to be intriguing to see what happens Price is going Andy conference call Okay, if two people call in, I'll stick them in a conference call, and that will be our last call of the night. But you, you have to call in. We got a call. Okay, let's and go. And I don't for know it. who it is. You don't know who it is. It's a random number. Do it, it is. Good evening. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. Good evening. It's Jeremy. WCW Forever on the MOS Forum. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't got the same ring as on the TSC no, Forums, does it? it, it but it's close. It How you doing, buddy? Not so bad, guys. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, I think. Yeah. Good stuff. Right, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I know you want to wrap it up. And it's in reference to Ring of Honor. Okay. Have you heard that Final Battle 2009 is being aired on pay-per-view on the internet? Really? What? Yep. From New York City, being headlined by either Austin Aries and Colt Cabana against Tyler Black for the world title, American Wolves v. the Briscoes, and Jack Evans and Rocky Romero against Teddy Hart and Alex Kozlov, and many more to appear. 
and it's going to cost about 13 US dollars to buy the pay-per-view so in about advance. So about 7.50 over here. Uh, yeah, seven, seven, eight quid, yeah. Bloody hell. Blimey, that's, that is news, that's... Do you know if that takes off? Do you reckon that could, um, you know, if it works out really well? Do you reckon, t- uh, you know, TNA and WWE might look at, um, you know, putting more into streaming online? Maybe, well, but it could way, be. A... There's two ways to look at it. One, it's an experiment. Yeah. Which I think it's a really good idea by Ring of Honor. But another thing is that if this is a way to try and counteract the fact that their DVD sales are down because people are downloading their shows and whatnot, mm. surely people one person can buy it and then they can just rip it and then make it available for download quicker but at the end of the day that's the same with the the pay-per-view on tv anyway it depends though if they put a copy protection in it and you can download it and you can't actually move it off your pc yeah or will it be available to download or will it if it streams live you'll literally just be able to view it exactly but then the thing is if they put it on an archive perspective like the bbc iplayer mm. or itv net player whatever you want to call it yeah um you can download them to your desktop but you can only download them for so many it days deletes after 24 hours and away. you can't copy it onto any other media so if they put that copy protection in, there's no reason why they they can be ripped off yeah yeah but i think this could be a, like you said a great saving grace for ring of honor because they are in trouble mm. so you know if they're doing this sort of way it'd be great but i mean really intrigued to see what the compression quality is going to be like hmm if it was WWE, agree, it'd be but good. I, but I guess from this, the question would be, I mean, I'm genuinely contemplating watching it live just because I think it'd be really cool to be able to watch it live, but would you guys watch it live? Uh, I, the, the, the problem is with Ring of Honor, you don't get the same... I mean, obviously, unless you're you're a hardcore follower of the of the DVD product, or you obtain the Ring of Honor TV show by the means, torrent. Uh, <laughs> um, it's or difficult. YouTube, as they're posting it there now. Well, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's difficult to get behind or, or get involved emotionally involved in the angles. Mm. I mean, just by seeing the matches on a piece of paper, it's difficult to you know look forward to the matches and and know what the history is behind it. So, I think Agreed. if they're if they're doing the pay per views online, they need to start. Uh, streaming the TV show online mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe pay a I don't know $9.95 subscription for a month of watching uh, the ROH TV show on the website and then once you've done that then people will start buying the paper do they still do the video wires as far as I'm aware I'm going to be completely honest I'm really turned off Ring of Honor at the moment Okay, <laughs> I, I haven't watched a Ring of Honor event in ages probably not since I last reviewed the TV show on DKR and that was at least middle of the summer Okay, so pretty much since uh, Nigel and uh, Brian Danielson have gone. Uh, yeah, more than likely. But a- another intriguing thing is that it's being aired at 7.30pm Eastern, which works out about, what, midnight That's or 11 o'clock ha- in the evening on the Sunday? Yeah, about half midnight, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm, interesting. And it's on December the 19th, just a few days before Christmas, so tempting. It's a Saturday yeah. night as well. Oh, Saturday night. Yes, it will be. Yeah, so a Saturday night, Sunday morning. Oh, well, night before final resolution. It's night before our last show of the year. Mm. It could be something to do. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, could do that. And uh, yeah, definitely uh, have a quick rundown of the show and how the whole... Uh, I mean, presumably by that point, we'll have some initial reports about mm. how the uh, how it was received, how many people actually bought the pay-per-view. Is it being aired live or on tape delay? Like, are they doing uh, it on the Friday night? streamed live according to this website. You can, you can get the link from ROH's website, but it's gofightlive.tv. Oh, right. Yes, I've I've heard of these guys before, yeah. Um, they have... Mm, what to say about Go Fight Live? They've, the, the reason I know those guys, it's 
they've also signed uh, Tommy Morrison who I'm a big fan of in the boxing world right uh, played Tommy Gunn in Rocky 5 he's done some MMA stuff he signed with them to have his fights exclusively with those guys and they're a big video on demand uh, content service so yeah I mean why not give it a go I mean no one else is doing it and that's what needs to be done at the moment thinking outside the box and experimenting a bit well yeah Good luck to him. And plus, this is probably one of the only feasible ways that ROH can be live on pay-per-view without risking doing an ECW, for lack of a better way of putting it. Exactly. The thing is, they, they tried themselves. doing TV pay-per-view, didn't they? And it fell on its ass pretty yeah, exactly. quickly. Yeah. I mean, what they can do here, I mean, if they do some uh, online stuff for a year, maybe two years, and then, you know, if once they've got those figures, they can approach a pay-per-view company, a legitimate pay-per-view company, and say, look, we've been selling this amount of stuff on internet pay-per-view, uh, stick us on TV pay-per-view, and, you know, we'll bring the money in for you. And maybe it's just a good training ground for them to try and prove themselves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm trying to think, I don't... Don't recall. Well, actually, as a lie, TNA have done internet pay per view before. They did it very briefly of lockdown a few years ago, and it was shit. But, <laughs> but uh, I was just trying to think of any other wrestling companies have done internet pay per view. Did so um, so. did WWE do it at one point? They stream out. Yeah, they do the webcast. They, they used to do it on WWE.com, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did. still do. They still do. Oh, do they? Because I mean, that's the thing. They never they never really push it I mean they, they always say oh yeah live on pay-per-view you call your local operator if you hear the American ads or of course it's live on Sky Sports or Sky Box Office whatever mm. but they they never really push the fact that you can watch it on WWE.com it's only if you go on the website it says you can you know if you order it on WWE.com we'll send you Edge armbands yeah, yeah get a free John Cena dog tag woohoo <laughs> Which probably won't go around my giant neck anyway <laughs> yeah, but would, would you seriously would you really want a John Cena dog tag on eBay, it's so much easier. Yeah, you get like work. 5p for it. Or see if there are any. See if there are any 10 year olds you can give it to as a Christmas present. <laughs> so no. Giving it to that five year old who walked into your bookshop. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Yeah, he'd he'd love it. Giving it to you, giving it to his <laughs> mother and said, wrap it around his neck and sticking from a large pole. <laughs> Have you got any rattling books? <laughs> no. Did he actually talk like that? Was yeah, that he, he did. Did, did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. So anyway, mate, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But uh, thanks for calling in. And uh, when are you back with Dropkick? Uh, we are back this coming Thursday at 9pm GMT, 4pm Eastern. Awesome. And uh, dropkickradio.com or follow the link off of that uh, Ministry of Slam website. Yeah. Indeed. And it's going to be a packed one. So hopefully we can get through it in two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Check out everybody. Dropkickradio.com. Jeremy, good to speak to you, mate. Indeed. We shall speak again soon, sir. Absolutely. We shall. Talk Take it later. easy, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's it. The phone lines are gone. The phone lines are gone. They're not just closed, they're gone. They're, they're gone. They're gone. gone. They've gone away for the they... week. <laughs> yeah, they'll be back sleep. next week. They'll be back next week. Yes. Uh, Ministry of Slam for 29th of November. It's been a good one. It has. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a really enjoyable one. one. We overran as well. We overran as well, yes. Yeah, so we uh, 12 minutes extra uh, for you guys. Totally free of charge. We're never going to charge for this show. Uh, I know there's been a lot of debate since after what I said earlier about people, you know, what are these changes that are coming through in the new year? It's no, we're not some... charging for the show. No, and we're not leaving. Let's no. get that clear. No one's leaving. If I have one more message on Facebook from someone asking me if I'm leaving the show. <laughs> and we're still going to be live every Sunday night. From and, 7 till uh, 9. Yeah. Or and, will we? Yeah. And Andy, well, we're still going to be live every Sunday night. Andy and I are going to be on the show show but again still some major major changes and you're not going to know what they are until january of no. 2010 no and don't no. forget we are now three weeks 
until the end of the year streamies streamies 2009 get your votes in I don't think the listener of the year needs any more votes uh, no uh, I mean it's very competitive <laughs> between about four people now yeah uh, you've got um, Alan you've got Chris you've got uh, Dan from Chicago and you've got Ben so yeah. uh, basically I think pick uh, one of those four to vote for if you haven't cast your vote already yeah just pick one of those um Alan, send me the PayPal and I'll uh, make sure. Yeah, exactly. We'll, yeah. Uh, we, we can sort that out. Anyway, <coughs> <laughs> that's uh, Ministry of Stand. What have we got on the show next week? There's no pay per views or anything, is there? There isn't, but next week I'm sure we will come up with something. Yeah, we as always, always do. I mean, if we spend like half an hour on one Survivor Series match, I'm sure we can fill another two hours <laughs> with something or other. This is the Ministry of Slam. We always come up with, uh, you know, with something. No, Alan. What? posted on my facebook wall andy are you leaving the show <laughs> no i am not leaving the show when he comes out with stuff like terry funk being spit roasted you can't fire him he's just radio gold <laughs> that, how many times have you played that tonight uh, you son of a- 37 i believe next week you're going for the record then, you? yeah <laughs> okay with that i think it. we're gonna we're gonna wind it up Oh dear. That's it. What a show. It's been a cracker. And we will see you uh, next week. We will. Why are you so unkind? <laughs>